0: You're listening to the Scottish Football Forums podcast, the home of Scottish football banter.
1: Hi, welcome to the latest episode of Scottish Football Forums podcast, where it's season 11, episode 13. I'm John, and joined tonight by regulars, Miguel. You you good?
2: Mate. I think this is the first Monday since I've been on. I've not been rough. I know yesterday. So, I mean, your partner will be pish? Uh, probably, mate. I'll be lagging behind yeah. and everything, eh?
1: <laughs> um, and then, joined by Erin, how are you doing?
0: Good, thank you. I've got a bit of sore throat, actually, but I'm not making a big deal about it, don't worry.
1: And oh, it's not COVID. We... No, it's not. Um, yeah, I have to say, yesterday my my throat was feeling a bit hoarse, but that was mainly because of sitting, I think. Um, However, I did do a test last night just to see after Saturday being the most normal day out for at least 18 months, um, in terms of numbers being out and about, Glasgow and stuff like that, so it was all good, all clear, uh, which was good. And I'm joined, well, I'm not I, we are joined by guest, I Clark, um, Clark, though a lot of people know you as Wanderer. Hello. How are you doing? It's not all bad supposed to be here. Hi, pleasure to have you on. Um, so, just a wee bit about yourself. Obviously, we know, but just for the listeners, we introduce yourself almost.
3: Hmm. Uh, just football fan, mainly uh, club teams, Aberdeen. That's been probably going back since far back as the 80s. So, probably a 90s glory hunter, some people say, living down in Ayrshire. So <laughs> not a local for that. So, you're in good company. Kind of lost touch with the club scene recently, so I can't really explain. I don't know, so probably mainly support Scotland these days. That's basically all the games I'll go to now, really.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I, I know certainly from we were speaking off air like I've met you yeah, a couple of times, but not like maybe directly, more through other people. And right. um, so I always remember your at Scotland games, always with the, the Glengarry and everything, the gear. And so I've seen your travels and stuff like that as well, even. Fifteen years ago, that's how long I remember. I remember in Ukraine, right. um, oh, yeah. which was a, a very interesting trip. Um, so yeah, and I know you, uh, you
3: travel to most, or do you still travel at most away games? I um, still, do, I, I was, I was hoping to go to Denmark this week, but unfortunately that got kiboshed. So I'm just sitting, wait, and when UEFA lowers again, so I've got no real interest in going until UEFA safe away fans are there. I just don't think it really. Is. I know some went to. Copenhagen I
1: know someone at tonight but just um, my attitude was I'll wait yeah, I think a lot of people are doing that I think was it UEFA announced today I think we've seen uh, just in the last couple of hours aye? so it'll be interesting to see if people go away immediately or whether people might still be that wee bit hesitant uh, but that's good news not just for Scotland obviously Miguel you're the one
2: here that can talk about Europe you might get a <laughs> wee chance of a wee, a wee Euro trip with your club my part's I always texted me about going to, uh, Leverkusen but I don't know <clears throat> I still didn't really kind of didn't really trust it yet I know that they're going to give tickets to the away support and stuff but all it takes is for something to change like a couple of weeks before it and then you're gubbed there. Eh? rather yeah. just sit and, sit here and watch it like yeah I
1: think everyone's feeling well, most people are feeling like that bus wise um...
3: Still I still need to pay pay for your tests. Going out, your test coming back, your two day test. Yeah. My wife just back from visiting her parents, and it was ninety quid just to get a two day test. Mm-hmm. It's,
1: it's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, I was talking to I don't know, if you know Ian Emerson that does the technology magazine. Aye. I think he missed the game on Saturday because well I don't know if he missed it or not, but he was supposed to go into Croatia, and he was telling me the price just for the tests, and you're like. If you're aware, you're just going for a few days, you're not going to pay hundred and say it's hundred twenty pounds. Right, it it's going the of your flights. Exactly. Um, so it's ridiculous. Erin, if Aberdeen had still been in Europe, would you have been travelling?
0: Oh, um, I don't know. I love a European trip, and normally I do do one. But I think the travel thing at the moment for me is you go away somewhere to have a holiday, say, and you want to relax. And I just think the stress of all the stuff you need to kind of sort and then sort of coming home and the risk that if you test positive when you're there, you've got a massive problem and you're stuck. I mean, if you test positive somewhere and you can't fly back, do you not have to quarantine in a hotel there for however much it is? And
1: Yep. Yeah, you'd be paying. I, just, not, is
0: it? I don't know. I just think, if I'm being honest, I'd love a little holiday, but the stress of it, I'm not sure is worth it at the moment. And I presume, I mean... I don't know if your insurance covers that at all or if that is also your own cost. You're basically having to budget. I don't know how it works. And then I just think if we kind of write off foreign holidays a little bit maybe this year, you know, especially people who are, I think there's loopholes and stuff. Does everyone see the Germany? No, the Brazil-Argentina drama last night. Yes. (laughs) So there will be people who are getting around loopholes, I think, and probably encouraging spread. So I'm looking at probably next year. But that is absolutely wild. Someone said on Twitter that would be like Jason Leach storming onto the pitch on Saturday night.
2: <laughs> By the way, how did they let them even kick that off? Like, that was... See, for me, that was authorities just trying to put one on Argentina. Because like, they were not warming up. Like, there's no need for them to stop at a couple of minutes into the game. That was just... And they'd been a... there,
0: like, three days or so, I think. Like, mm. it wasn't as though they'd just go there that afternoon they'd find out. And it's not as though they're, like, playing for small... They're, like, their games were on the telly the week before... So, had they been to Venezuela first? Is that right? And then they just didn't Mm -hmm. mention being in England in the fourteen days.
1: Aye, yeah. Well, as you say, the Brazilian authorities would have known fine well who was in the squad. They would have known as well who had come through passport control, surely. And they would have had the team sheets roughly an hour before, if not before. So, why make such a scene? No,
2: not be that guy. Not be that guy, by the way. But see. After it got cancelled, and that the Dennis watched the Brazil training session had. That is, that is, that shows you how Brazil are absolutely rotting the out and can't even win because the they were absolutely hopeless. Like honestly, apart, from, their,
1: apart from the reserve goalkeeper who had an absolute day
2: Well, that shows you everyone when it's the reserve goalie that's getting the highlights, isn't it? The reserve goalie the might goalie, you do a
3: job as a goalkeeper.
2: Aye,
1: <laughs> yeah, they probably do a job up front for us. Um So Thank just about
0: some of those kind of games, is that have we not got the same So England are saying that they won't let players travel to red list so-and-so. I think it's been some rejigging of the Scotland under-21s because of that. And I suppose it's fine, because it is up to each individual country, as opposed to say, well, actually, we're not happy with the exemptions. But we're going to end up in a situation where there's just many people moaning about games being unfair because their players didn't get to go. And presumably in England, when the Champions League starts... I presume Man City, I presume they're going to get to go play in the Champions League, regardless of where the country is. I'd be very surprised if they're going to make clubs forfeit games. And I'm not sure I agree with it because surely it needs to be
1: for every competition. I think the way that clubs will see it is they are paying their players £250,000 a week. And they're their asset. I disagree with that though because they are a national player first and foremost before they're a club player. Because they belong, well, I don't say belong to the country, but effectively they do.
0: It's difficult oh, for the FA we? to say, no, you can't travel and play a game for you know, whoever your national side may be because of where you're going, but allow any club to go wherever they're going for Champions League games. Some of those games will be in areas that are red list, surely.
3: Well, Tur- it's Turkey, I think that's red list, but there's any Turkish clubs in the Champions League?
0: Uh, no.
3: They're in the Europa, but even As regardless of Europa.
0: whether
1: it's Ch- whether it's Champions League or Europa, I suppose Europa. Because um, yeah, I was thinking, did Celtic and Rangers not both get Scottish clubs? Clubs? No? no, no. Galatas and I obviously played St. Johnson. Galatas and I know in a group with I think Jabalink and Randers, which is interesting because Jabalink knocked out by Celtic and Randers did play St. Johnson, didn't they? Or were supposed to? No, they, they, were, they, it. they could have been. Yeah. They could have drawn. I. They could have drawn against them. But, yeah, who knows what will happen. Um, I've not
0: looked into it in detail in terms of who's got who and which countries or which list, but there's bound to be some that's going to come up, and I think it's a bit of a strange one. And it seems a shame letting players who would want to play for their national side, who are playing in England at the moment, telling them they can't go.
1: Yeah, I don't know if it's just England, to be fair. I think some of the other big leagues might. I don't know, but England was certainly of a most high profile we've seen because, obviously, they're, they're just down the road from us. Um Clark, yourself, wanted to talk just a wee bit before we get back onto the game on Saturday. So, you're running the big Tartan Army Sunshine Appeal event on Friday at Lockies at Pollock.
3: Pollock, well, I it's like Pollock FC's social club, actually, a really nice bar place to go. i actually go there, take the wife there for a dinner one night. But yeah, I was supposed to run it. It's been two years in the planning with Kevin Gallagher. Yes. Yeah. Uh, last Monday my daughter came home from school complaining of sore head and uh, stomach cramps and took a COVID test negative, then the next day it was bad again. So we gave her a COVID test and it came out positive, then we were running around panicking and then my wife got done, so we went for PCR tests and I was waiting. I was in Friday still waiting for a result, not even knowing if we went to the game on Saturday, then it came through on the Saturday morning afternoon. So I had to kind of cancel Friday night, which was disappointing. But everybody I spoke to, I mean, I've a bit of a perfectionist, so I was going around asking everybody for their feedback. and The impression I got was everybody loved Kevin Gallagher. I said he was a great, he was really good, yeah. really open actually, surprisingly open. He was actually telling everybody what his wages were at all his clubs, which was right, okay. something <laughs> I would have liked to have heard. <laughs> yeah, it'd be interesting. Yeah, uh, put himself, to himself didn't really stitch the dirt on any players, he just seemed to be a case of very professional, showed up, it's played for Scotland. Yeah. Get oh, to hotel, train back to hotel, game back to my club. And That was it,
1: really. I uh, definitely. So in terms, of, I know it was a raffle and everything like that. The raffle went well. I take it
3: good amount yeah, know, for the, yeah. the charity. Uh, made a good profit, of maybe six hundred and sixty pounds. I think it was. Brilliant. Which for us, we make free, we we donate three thousand pounds like to worthy children's cause it every game. And this week alone, we're dishing out six thousand pounds. And after the last year we've had, we are just fundraising's slowed right down. I mean, we used to get £5,000 at each game. and We could we could easily make that up over a year, but now we've slowed right down, so it's a case of we had to, dish, we had to go, uh, make it down to £3,000, so that £660 will come out very handy for us going forward till we're back to relative normal. We can start major fundraising again. Yeah, definitely. So
1: in terms of like obviously it's for mostly the away games that you go to, How do you then choose the charities that get picked when you go to each place?
3: Uh, Well, we usually our criteria is non. uh, They don't get any funding from religious groups. Uh, They're non-political, and they're just. It's mainly it's children, and they get they only get we don't we don't set how much they make in a year, but we like we prefer if they've they've got a lower income. And they're more worthy in our kind of way. Like We've had some really heartbreaking ones over the year, years and uh, finding them it can, some countries can be really easy. I mean, you just go and type in Child's Charity Brussels and five or six will come up and we just pick the three or four that we like out of them and vote on it. A lot of times we're going like Eastern Europe, that's where it gets really hard. Uh, we are there's not as much information. English is not readily spoken, so we've got to maybe go via, yeah, uh, via the British embassy and stuff like that. And sometimes that actually works out very much in our favour. Uh, we played Hungary a few years ago, and finding a cause was really hard because, as far as the Hungarian government are concerned, there is no child poverty in Hungary type thing. You know, everybody's got all these organisations, have plenty of money, and they don't need any outside aid so it was quite hard finding anything. I was surprised. I thought it was a case of Google it and I'd find no shortage, but not really hard. So we contacted the UK Embassy in Budapest and the ambassador, uh, Ian Lindsay, I think his name was, it was actually from Falkirk, Falkirk fan. Okay. He was really good. To he said, we've got the perfect group for you. It was a small orphanage that looks after Romy children in a really, really poor part of Budapest. And uh, you know, it was the type of place it took us about 20 minutes in a taxi to get there and we showed up this little like run down this stay like take your typical uh, Cold War era movie and this is like yeah. the scene where they're going through this, trying to avoid the snipers type thing it was just that yeah, type of yeah. place and we went to this little two room orphanage which had maybe 20 kids in it and it was just heartbreaking because it, it was so run down and everything that we gave them £5,000 and they just they sent its full grasp about a year later just doing it up and all that and how happy the kids were that they now had proper clean toys clean facilities to spend all day and so it's just, it can be heartbreaking like that Yeah, it's good
1: though to see though I suppose that there oh, can yeah. be some kind of difference made and that's the, the big thing about it because it's been, been going for is it about 25 years it's been going uh, uh, The uh,
3: The origins were kind of when Scotland played Bosnia in Sarajevo in 98, 99 Group of fans took boxes out of just for pencils, paper, sweeties, soft, a couple of soft toys, and they gave it to a local group. And one of the translators at this group uh, said to the local guy, it said the Scotland fans about this, this boy, uh, how during the, the civil war in Sarajevo, his mother was crossing sniper alley. You know that, that down down in the, the major fur affair. Sarajevo and she was hit by a sniper rifle and it went right through her and into his, le- his leg and he had to get his leg amputated. And the guy just mentioned this on fans. Over the next couple of years, they went around raising money to get him a prosthetic leg. And by 2003, they had raised enough money that he could get this leg. And there was money left over and was like, right, what do we do with it now? We've got some extra cash here. So they said, right, we'll just donate it in the next game, which was a game against Lithuania and Kaunas in 2003. And just from that point on, it just grew and grew and grew and grew. We've not missed a game since. We think tomorrow night's our eighty-sixth consecutive one, and that includes two donations at the Women's European Championships and the Euro World Cup. So we're quite great, and we did this year our first one at a major men's tournament when we did the Euros down in London. We donated yeah. to our group who provide sport for under underprivileged children in London, which would think there would be such a thing, but these two, these two girls came along to the nation, they were just their oomph for life really did fill, you, fill your spirits up. And it was a case of puts everything in perspective, really.
1: Yeah, I, mean, I remember, like, I've seen many a picture on, like in the news, and sometimes they'll highlight this sunshine up here. And you'll see the kids are just so happy to see, yeah. like, yourselves and bring whatever, whether it's toys or whatever. And just the, it's just such a massive difference. It's, it's great to see, well, you say great to see, I don't mean great to see, because it's difficult to see, but great. They're obviously the difference that
3: can be made, and how well, happy yeah, they uh, are, despite, to, despite of everything. Uh, to go back to Hungary, I mean, the next day, I, I had an evening flight, and when I go to, when I go to the Scotland games, I like to do a wee bit of tourism stuff. Hmm. You know, my actually is not very much, don't, I'm not interested in going to the bars from morning to night, I like to do, get a bit of culture. And I was doing a walking tour around the Jewish ghetto, and... The girl was she kept looking at me for some reason. I just thought, oh, because I'm wearing the Scotland gear, she's just looking at me because of that. And she kept saying, I know you from somewhere, I know you from somewhere. And eventually we went to one of like the ruin bars just for a beer, just which was a pit stop. And she suddenly stopped, ran out the door, came back for a newspaper and opened it up, and there I was, double page spread in the middle of the paper and she was she said, That's you, <laughs> that's me, and She was almost crying because the story just touched us so much. I thought, oh, that's good, so at least that's, that's the yes we've made it to the moment. And even then, in the flight home, I was on the flight, sat there in my chair, put my earphones on for a bit of music. And the next time I I'm a tap on the shoulder, and again, it was another person saying, you're the person from the charity. This girl yeah. flying back to Edinburgh, just said, you're the guy from the charity, and you donated to the Orphinch." So just shows that it does get to the wider community once we're out there.
1: Yeah, definitely. On the back of that, so we've got a question from John on the back of that. What's the most unconventional Tartan army trip that you've done, would you say? In terms of maybe like planes, trains, automobiles, there must be
3: a few. Oh, too many, but I suppose the one that will always stick in my mind is Moldova last time. I just met my wife, or girlfriend at the time, we'd met in Lithuania. She's Ukrainian, but we'd met in Lithuania the year before. Okay, yeah, and we've been chatting away and meeting out in Ukraine. I said to her one time, "It's on the plane Moldova, it's right next door. You want to come down there and meet my friends?" Thinking, "Oh, she'll see you in that Thanks, but no thanks. I thought, "Yeah, said, oh, yeah, I'll come." So, like, oh bugger! So we got, <laughs> we, I into, we, got we got the <laughs>
1: meet the <Tarnami.
3: laughs> Yeah, we got the bus from Liev. and I thought you look in the map and you think, "Oh, it's only like about two hundred miles," and then thinking anything of the time, then we got on the bus. We actually said, how long does the bus take? 12 hours. And this was overnight hours, on Eastern European roads. And we got to the Ukraine-Moldova border at like three in the morning. And this time I'm just out of it. I don't even know if I'm awake or asleep. I'm just that zombie, feel. Border guard comes on, passport, 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 takes them all off. I'm just ready to go back to sleep, just put my head back. Suddenly I hear my name being called out. Come off the bus, so like, oh, what's happening here? Don't speak a word of the local lingo. So, Victoria, she's doing all the translating and it's really heated arguments in the i I'm thinking, man, trouble here. What have I done? I've done nothing here. <laughs> then she just suddenly stops, looks at me, looks back at the border guards, a total look of confusion on her face and says, He wants one of your football shirts. I'm thinking, What does he think? And he was like, What just a Scotland <laughs> shirt? He goes, No, 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 no. He wants your. Dynamo Kyiv shirt I was like, don't have a Dynamo Kyiv shirt he actually thought I was one of the players for the Scotland uh, team <laughs> travelling from Kiev from a club in here down to Moldova to join up the sport
1: on, on, the, yeah, on the right bus from uh, Ukraine yeah. to I uh, um, yeah,
3: as, as, you, as you would, and, as you would. And, and the thing was he just couldn't take it into his head that it was fans travelling especially one nutter travelling from Ukraine at four in the morning <laughs> uh, Miguel or Erin, have you ever been to any away games with the Tottenham?
2: Um, Just Dublin mate Dublin's the only one I've been to just because mm-hmm. it was easy to get tickets eh? there Yeah the 1-1 game Yeah uh, right. I, I was going to one. We were talking about that earlier in the podcast chat and uh, it still brings back like bad memories for me for the fact that we're singing at James McCarthy well no me personally I wasn't yeah. because we've all seen the story before and we knew it was coming. Yep. And I don't know how folk were still doing it and uh, it still, still burns in the back of my head thinking about it like.
1: I but suppose for those that don't remember, like Scotland never offered them a chance to play in the youth groups. So Republic of Ireland did and the rest is history.
2: But the funny the funny thing for me was we travelled over there and obviously we seen the first goal, which was, was it Murphy? I think like Daryl uh, Murphy had to score. It and it was obviously- Offside as well. Yeah. (coughs) Uh, VAR would have been all right then. But we were were in the section that's kind of in the middle of the Aviva, me and my dad. And it's like hospitality, but it's not hospitality. So it's like, you just get a better selection of food and stuff. (laughs) And you're able to buy pints. So we're in there. And at halftime, we're in getting a pint and that. But you couldn't take it to your seat. So we're standing behind the big glass screen. And my dad's like, wait now, I'll be back. i will go for a push. I was like, right, never so he runs away, and the next thing I know, I turn round, and there's Sean Maloney getting the ball into the box, and obviously scoring there, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's going back, he's going, oh, I'm just scoring, I've missed this, going,
3: oh, you scored, you've missed
2: How many and weak wadder, he's in fault. Oh, the fact, that's harsh, he's at an age, he's at an age, yeah, can't mean, 50-year-old at that point, yeah, fence Oh, you're old dar, <laughs> you're oh, old dog. Dog.
1: That's shocking, I'll, we'll be telling him, we'll be telling him, he'll be
2: listening, he'll listen back to you, I think he follows look, us. Danny, he's look. actually went, he's burnt, uh, built his mansion, and I swear to God it's like an absolute shrine to me, I walked <laughs> in I was like what, I was like, it's nice eh, I'm aye, like, eh. <laughs> well, at the back at moment? You?
1: I'm
2: looking at photos myself on that, he's going, you like it i eh? right, <laughs> <laughs> it's sound mate. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what about you Aaron, you've been to any Scott on the way trips?
0: No, sorry. I am I am quite club over country. Also, remember when I was younger, Scotland didn't go... There was no trips to... Not really. Well, much know, there's always
1: do. away games. There's always away games, though. Like, well, regardless of tournaments.
0: I'm going to go to one. Just you wait till next year when I'm off to Qatar.
1: Mm, I don't know if you Qatar know. might be the best place for you to go on. Like,
0: yeah, I'm going to be honest. I think... Um, well, presumably, when we don't qualify for Qatar, we'll just be saying that we're taken a moral objection and that's why we've not gone and that'll solve that problem. <laughs> but I'm, I'm not happy about the Winter World Cup. Full stop, I've said this before, I don't want to eat my Christmas dinner and then have to watch like a semi-final. It. When's the final you like the
1: final December? Your, it's, it's, done by, it's done by Christmas. Unless you have your Christmas dinner a week before, you'll be all right.
0: Oh no, we'll be having various Black, forms Black of Christmas
3: played, dinners. Right, last time we played Georgia, fo- I actually got from a really good cheap route, well it was cheap enough for Georgia standards getting back to Edinburgh via Qatar. I'd spend a night in Doha, and just my memory of it is landing at 11 o'clock at night, getting to my hotel on a nice air conditioned bus, went up to my room, air conditioned, thought I'll go for a wee walk, just get a breath of, of fresh air. The minute I walked out the door, I just couldn't breathe. It's like my lungs were going to explode and the heat, and that was at like one o'clock in the morning. And I just thought to so myself, how can this place hold a World Cup? Just Because yeah. everywhere is so air conditioned that it just, a false security. I'm guessing hmm. some of the
1: stadiums will have an element of air conditioning because surely they'll be closing the roof in I don't think
0: there is discussion, even about though I know that I know like
1: that, that. doesn't tie in well with air conditioning because I suppose that's going to keep stuff in, but it will keep cool in surely. I don't know, but uh, we know it, but there are things uh, you
0: can get. There's people, there's like um, training grounds and stuff where you have like, got like simulation stuff for wind and cold, like there is stuff they can do. Um, I don't think it well I think when you bid for the World Cup you're bidding for the tournament which is a summer tournament and that is what that should have been and if you can't host a summer tournament that's a pity but you shouldn't be bidding for it and you certainly shouldn't be getting it
1: and uh, I still don't yeah.
0: know how they're planning to do domestic season driving do. it's going to be a mess
1: I will there's a debate about the whole money thing but I think most of the countries that end up getting the tournament have some kind of financial kind of, um, what could they say Backhanders, good on. I, I think so. I, I think. I, I think Qatar's only getting. Well, Qatar's got the other issues, obviously. But, but take away football, right? There's maybe other issues that people disagree with. But obviously, FIFA want to make the game global. But maybe they've just gone about it their own way for that area, because they could have maybe put somewhere else that might have been more accommodating to everybody. Maybe that's been diplomatic. Um. If we are to get there, will you go, Clark?
3: Oh yeah, hundred percent. Go with. I don't think I would go for like more than one game. I think it's one of those places where it's not even a case of like you could stay. You could think right, you can't stay in Qatar or stay in like Dubai and flying out for games, So like, you start talking like that, it's just going to get ridiculous. So I think if I go, it's just going to be for one one game really. Cause I think that's all I can really afford.
1: Yeah, and maybe I just like base ourselves somewhere else, like after for a holiday type of thing. Aye, to totally like somewhere right. like maybe. Malaysia or something like that, like, aye. maybe, you know, yeah, yeah
3: um, that was, that was the thing I remember getting the flight back from the to Edinburgh, just seemed to take an absolute ever. You, you're sitting in a chair and you've got the wee TV screen, showing shows you running a figure, it been about two hours, and then you click to see where you are, and you find yourself you're just flying over Jordan or something like that,
1: yeah, aye, that's probably a, You can make a joke about flying over Jordan, but well, maybe we know, Um <laughs> So moving over to page three um, of the of the script,
3: what's the fathership you for a Scotland game? Uh, probably in the friendly against Japan in two thousand and nine under Burley, just a complete yeah. lacklustre Z team. I think it was. I can't remember who played. I know
1: was McFadden there. Is that one? McFadden went away? No, Jolly. No, that no, that was, that was so... the count
3: of cup. Yeah, he was out of scene by that ankle injury. Caught with him. That was this was the one where. I think we took guys like Derek Ryder and they got a last minute call up. And just, I can't even remember. I think Darren Fletcher was about the only player playing with, with a lot of caps in it. Just great. It was one of those cases where it was absolutely a great trip. I mean, five days in Tokyo and we went to Mount Fuji and all that. And just one of those wonderful things I'll never forget. And you're thinking five days would be more enough when you're thinking, how do we scratch the surface? Wish we'd done two weeks here or something. Aye.
1: It's has in to Japan, isn't it?
3: The
1: what not quite expensive in Japan, though? No. Uh,
3: it I was, remember. but it was oh. one, one, one of those cases once you're there, you just get, you just get into the buzz of the place. Once you're there, you're just not thinking about it, really. I mean, been awfully money on holiday, isn't it? Aye, I, I just mm, it's not. If you're going to go that far, you might as well accept it. In my view, and everybody goes on about Norway. and your well, you pay for a pint there? But to be honest, they're not more in Norway. really are it's going down to London for a weekend really these days. So it's just the way the world's going. Yeah. So we should. You got a question, Michael?
2: John, you're asking them how much it was for a pint and all that kind of stuff. Mind how long ago that was. 2009, 90 cents
1: Yeah, I reckon the prices. Going, in, I think the prices in Glasgow are probably about the same prices what they are in London now. Oh, yeah. Man, some of the places now since Everton's back to Nambos. Aye, ah, interesting.
2: Yeah, yeah, actually so you're starting to sound like my granddad. My granddaughter will buy a pie for Morrison's if it's the pucker pies if they're one eighty, but they go going special offer down to a pound every other week. nine o'clock at night waiting for everything. <laughs> the
3: wee yellow sticker putting everything.
0: I just don't know why you're assuming that Clark's kind of wild. He was just having the water. So he wasn't having any pints. I know. Yeah, pints even a bottle of
1: water. It? I was speaking right. to someone earlier a bottle of water was it a bottle of water and two ice creams was £11 where Scotland where, where? oh here way. Right, seeing, well see on Saturday right, here, remember Harry we had Harry on Harry the heavy and he was telling us all about the meal deal we we're all laughing at him yeah. now Saturday I never I never waited in the queues because if I did I would have missed some of the game uh, Seven, yeah. £7 for a meal deal yep. I think it was a pie a
3: bit of chocolate and a drink yeah, Seven I was six, I was six pounds for a pie and a steak pie and a diet coke, so I was quite expensive on Saturday.
0: What's your favourite pie, Clark?
3: Oh, Ooh. I want to say the Kelly pie, but I don't think they're the same as they used to be. Now I don't, I don't think it was good anymore. Well, they're
0: technically not the same. So, what would you say your
1: second favourite pie is?
3: <laughs> uh, <laughs> not a pie, but I would probably say the Dumfries and Bridie. Yes, yes,
1: yes. Yes, she was desperate for you to say macaroni pie. Desperate. <laughs> That's why she waited for a second. Do you like macaroni
0: pie?
1: Uh eh, they're all right. But nice alternative. <laughs> I forgot what they're like. to be honest. can to get one of, anywhere? Tenth in the last You could have got one probably on Saturday if you'd waited in the queues. Probably
3: well, make like, a big deal about the vegan pies and never saw them for sale anywhere. They're at uh, such a that,
0: park. And they apparently uh, at Chelsea Spurs, is it this weekend? They're having the first ever carbon neutral game
1: right okay um, what, I've not I made mean... this up
0: it's a big thing in the news they're going to have all vegan food and like
1: right. I think
0: okay.
1: I mean so no, but, no one will be buying but, pies they'll, they'll lose a lot of money I think just I have, I have, I it's good to have a choice but
2: Wilster Brown which is still running about making his money off the oil and that
0: you've been saving <laughs> that one up there Scott had that one in the draft since you saw it this afternoon
2: no, I didn't
0: even know that happened. <laughs> yeah, well, I saw it in the news. I, I think it's true. I mean, I do now, often see things like this and I repeat it and then it turns out it's not true. But <laughs> that is one.
1: <laughs> now, another reason I'm glad that Clark is on the podcast because he can vouch for my story about Ukraine. He may have experienced this. So Ukraine, 2006. Yeah. I had gone to uh, get some lunch Thought brilliant. A wee beer and a burger. This will be terrific. The burger came. There was no roll or bun. It was a burger
3: yes. and chips. Yes. Tell them I'm not telling lies. No, that's the. I think it was like a wee kind of booth. Uh, it wasn't a, a, one of those kind of buffet type places. So. It was a. It was a kind of bistro style
1: place. Um yep. It might have been kind of on the way. No, some of the team went to Chernobyl. I had, uh, a couple of us said we weren't going there. We would go to the museum instead Aye. and get a bit of lunch. So we still sampled it without going. I didn't, I didn't feel comfortable going. Um, but yeah, it came. And obviously, like you were saying about when you were in Ukraine, Moldova, didn't know any Ukrainian. So it wasn't a case I could have said, can I have a role, please? Um but yeah, I was quite disappointed to be. Yeah. There.
3: Back then, it wasn't really, they just, it wasn't really connoisseur or anything like that. It was just literally a case of you got what you got, and that was it, really. And yeah, I mean, I mean, I've been there, you've ordered a burger, and it's just literally the burger and chips are right, there's been no bun or anything like no salad. But, then, but in that part of the world, if you order a salad, that's a meal on its own. You get a menu. And there's probably more choice in the salad section than there is in the main course because to them, it's just totally normal. That's your garnish the salad and you order your main to so go around whereas here, it's probably the salad's a wee bit on the side of the plate.
0: I did not believe this story, but I believe it happened. I just think that potentially you ordered it in such a way that that is what came.
3: Ah, he's not talking about no. like McDonald's or anything like that. It's no, just... this was a, a bistro place.
0: It is a thing you can get. It's quite trendy now to get that without the bun. It's like, Low carb you can have a little lettuce wrap instead
1: Trendy, what do you mean trend trendy It is
0: and you see it in like you, Have
1: you gone to this Chelsea Tottenham game for your vegan feast
0: <laughs> I have been to Sanford Bridge and I have a the... very nice chicken katsu pie actually, I would give that 8 out of 10 Is it not want to
3: that You can send your meal in a frying pan or something or in a wee shopping <laughs> basket the lovely um,
0: katsu pie, the little cardboard thing got a really nice little pint, very nice actually
1: you're sitting um, that with the frying pan. My missus had a fry up recently in a skillet. Somewhere
0: there's a good Twitter ba- page. I think ba- ba- like t- baked eggs and plates. all that type of thing. Mm. I just think I think if you go out, like you know, if you go somewhere and you get your food on a slate. Mm. What well, uh, cheese, like cheese
1: board? Cheese board? Yes. Cheese board? Cheese board?
0: Yeah, although I don't mean like the sound of the slate. I Quite like cheese board on a nice little wooden board. Oh, oh those
2: like fajitas. Oh, i them in the black Steaker under, the, light,
0: under the, the black skillet thing. Hmm. Yeah, acceptable, because you're not eating off of that, are you? Putting it on a wrap, which is on your plate. I just think food goes on plates. I've seen, like, there's, I can't remember what the page is on Twitter, but it's mad, and there's stuff like mini shopping trolleys with, like, fish and chips in it, like, <laughs> shovels and stuff. I'll send something <laughs> out. it's absolutely mad. Oh, I've McGill, seen lot
2: but, like, like,
0: food goes lot. Food goes on a plate or in a bowl. I
2: like I've, a had the old, I've had the old shopping basket, like, with the chips in it. That's mm-hmm. a wee yep. thing do, aye. Like Except
0: it. it's
1: a wee fryer. Except it's a wee fryer. Aye, I like
2: a man. fancy
0: plate. Like, if you go out and you go for, like, like, a nice... I mean, they've got, like, fancy plates and different types of plates, that's fine, but I should've got a plate.
2: Like a four, like a floral oh one? Like, you get motherspoons? No. no, we don't talk about ah, that. We are not talking <laughs> about them. end. <laughs> say oh, um, it's We're
3: going to say pan game, I think maybe about hundred fans went, and local was a lot of Scott lives out there. And he put on a tour for everybody, so we went out to Mount Fuji. Then we came back to town, and he put on this. He was off to this like restaurant, and the deal was you've got like a little in the middle of the table, like a little computer screen, and it's got all the pictures. Now the thing about for, the thing about going to a restaurant in Japan is the Japanese give you a menu, and they get they, they just give you, like, you speak Japanese and you're fluent and you almost feel guilty asking for the English menu because they just yeah. straight away, they can tell, probably tell you can't speak Japanese, but they just hand you the, the Japanese menu and you don't, they just walk away and you find yourself, yeah, I don't. but it was like this computer screen and everybody was just thinking, right, I'll have that, but they didn't They didn't realise how it worked, it was literally a case of guys were pressing buttons, but there were no lights were flashing, so they were pressing these buttons and just hitting and smacking them, mm-hmm. but ten minutes later come through as this girl with the tree. It was just full of sky high stuff. that adored ordered because every time they press the button, that <laughs> comes up <with> seats. <laughs> the seats.
1: The thing is, though, now on Google Translate, you could probably, I think, take a picture of her. Yeah. And it would work. And even uh, Google Lens, I sometimes use, I've used that abroad to take a picture of something because I don't know the language and then it'll tell me mm-hmm. where it is.
0: Are these Google apps Are you sponsored or something?
1: No. But it's, um, it's sponsored.
0: If
1: I've but I've about, that, yeah, yeah if Google, if Google wants a sponsor this, then get on
3: email the email.
0: My dad's just got a new phone and it's a Google phone, so maybe they will.
3: How is your dad, dad get contacts with it? They brought a little disc bowl to the table. He thought it was soup and he's like, it smells of like grapefruit. And I was like, no, well, what do you want? You've ordered it. I'm not doing anything. I'm allergic to grapefruit If I drink it, I could die. He try it out and like, oh for God's sake. So someone's got a photograph of someone a picture of me having a sip of this grapefruit juice in a like a soup bowl. And I'm thinking, yeah, it's, it's a bit tangy, it doesn't taste right. I don't know what it is. Turned out it was just the bowl for cleaning your fingers. <laughs> 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 aye, before that was a thing. Like yeah. before it
1: like hot eye, because you get at some point, eh, aye. Interesting, right? We should probably talk about the football. We do love talking about food. We might come back to food. So the game on Saturday—that's what we're really going to talk about yeah. mostly, or maybe not, depending on how we feel about the game.
0: We should talk, tactics. About, a
1: tactics. And talk about tactics. bit Tactics. A bit more. Yeah, yeah. Tactics is the big thing. I think. I mm. can't process with us three-five-two. I don't think it's not working in terms of goals. I think
3: it works with certain games, but it, there's some games. I don't think Moldova the type of team you use that against. I think that's the type of. Formation me, use when used me to play maybe something a bit bigger, but the problem is I don't think Clark's got it in him to get a performance against a bigger team. He got it yeah He got very lucky at Wembley, but he's not got that big result yet. Every time we've tried to, it's resulted in us getting
2: beat. I would agree with that. Miguel. There's no bigger, There's no bigger time than Tuesday to get it, though. Yep. But I mean, that's... That's what's I think
3: like that, that Austria-Israel result, I think that's the result which could see us right back into it. That basically means if we beat Austria, it's winner takes all at hand in next month. Mm-hmm. But do we think oh, that yeah.
0: Austria are going to be more up for it because they got beat and so our chances have... Have they had their shocker, do you think?
3: They've got well, a battle entry. They've got uh, players out. Their main strikers out there. the tall guy who scored both of at hand in. Uh, he's yeah,
1: out. So, so out too.
2: Yeah. So, um,
1: plus they are in the Nations League. So ah, they, it, they've got that option, so I don't, don't know. It's tomorrow then. Night. Well, it's tomorrow then. The night we get the result. This is recorded on Monday, so for these people that are listening, maybe late in the week. But as tomorrow, then, the end of the game, where we get
3: the big result. You would hope so. I mean, the players out. I mean, a couple of players pulled out of the day. And really, only one you would have said was playing was Patterson. Mm-hmm. Really. Do we know
0: why he is out yet?
3: Never been said, and it seems odd that he's been out. He's just been out with COVID, and now he's out of COVID. Could he be out of COVID again? It just seems weird.
0: I thought it's weird as well.
3: Yeah, it's weird as well because obviously
1: Rangers. He played the Thursday. Remember when they had the outbreak? He played Thursday in Europe. Yep. Then missed the old firm. Then he's come back into the Scotland squad. Missed the Denmark game. Back in for Moldova. And now he's back out. Now, they've obviously not said, right, because I think probably at the moment as well, because of the, the nature of what's going on, because they've not said either why McLean and somebody else. Fraser. Um, Fraser, yeah, I yes.
4: Say,
1: yeah. And say, um, well, who knows.
2: To be fair, Clark, I think Clark says that uh, Patterson and I think it's Fraser picked up Knocks on Saturday that it but the cynic and mate and the Celtic fan is saying, I wonder if he'd pass a PCR test, jump on a plane somewhere, and that's how he's not going. I do know,
1: but
3: is it going back? <laughs> oh, is I thought Patterson did really slow down as the game went on. I think that I could believe he maybe had picked a wee knot because he just seemed to really slow down as the game went on. After I think f- it really, really flying start I thought, I thought wow, this is onto something here. I think the thing as well with
1: we parts I like, obviously, I mean, I'm sure like the rest of you, some of you will follow some of the Scotland players on social media, whatever. He seems very proud to play for Scotland. Um, uh, you've seen him on in Instagram posting team photos of himself. I think we carry, I, I know we like to maybe sometimes say about old fun players because let's face it, it's not just uh, Rangers players that pull out. We've seen Celtic players pull play out in the past as well, and even down south, whatever, it can be any team.
2: Do you on that point, though, it does, like, I've heard folk talking about is Steve Clark right like man for the job? But see, for me, they players look like they want to play for him all yeah. the time. And I think that's the difference. And you are still talking about very, very good players. And you're, The two of are mentioning tactics there. But it seems like that is his system. That's the system he's wanting to play. But if the players would want to play for him, you're going to get the best of the players anyway, regardless yeah. of what you're, how you're setting up.
3: I mean, Robertson not- loves playing for him. McGinn loves playing for him. I mean, for years, there was always ifs and buts about Tierney. He just, everybody's thought, oh, he's not a slight of interest. He's not. And yet, he's probably been improved a big way in the last year since he's had his operation and he's moved to Arsenal. Definitely. What are you going to say, Adam?
0: Um, why does Patterson not get a game at Rangers? Is it just that they've got Tavernier and he's kind Tavernier, of a So I think that's what it captain.
3: is. They just don't need him as. It's country, we, one of the cases where Scotland need him, but Rangers don't need him for about another two, three years. So...
0: Do you think they'll put him out on loan?
3: No. Gerard no. said at the start
1: of the season they were going to try and play Patterson more, but I think maybe due to Rangers having a slightly indifferent start to the season, they've not yet found a way because effectively. I think a lot of Rangers fans would say Tavernier would actually probably be suited playing further forward, maybe mm. in a kind of right midfield. But they don't play a right midfielder; they play the whole kind of four. It's almost like a Christmas tree that Rangers play yeah. times. Um, so whether they then adapt to then sometimes maybe in Europe we might see it, where at times Rangers might do. But Steve Clark doesn't play three at the back; he might even decide to put Tavernier or partisan to be there or on the right of the three. I don't know if you will though, because Rangers are. Pretty well-covered for centre-backs. We'd probably go Barlig and Goldson and Helander. So he's just going to have to buy this time because he got chances at the end of the season when Tablet obviously got injured. He's shown he can play big games. I know last week we were talking about about Patterson in terms of Scott and me. had a bit of a... Not a debate, but we had words. Because he, he's still he's still inexperienced, but he has shown that he can play these big games. Yeah,
0: I thought he was excellent. And I think it's a difficult one because you can understand why they probably think he's a really good player, don't want to put I out alone loan because if you do and then there's another injury or there's an issue, you're a bit stuck and that could easily happen or if there is, you know, I suppose when the fixtures get busy when it's Thursday, Sunday every week, you do kind of maybe need a bit of depth but it seems a shame for him not to get to play every I week. Think, he's but, genuinely really good. I've not obviously seen like a huge... Last season I think because, it, because
3: they were trying to squeeze a bit more money out of Everton, I think... They are happy to sell them because they do know it's going. To, they don't need them at the, the short term. They don't need them. So I think if somebody does come up with a big offer, they would probably accept it. But they probably don't want it in a case of they don't want another Billy Gilmore where they let him go for they let him go for nothing and the guy who becomes a superstar elsewhere. Billy
1: oh, Gilmore
0: was really.
3: brilliant on Saturday,
0: wasn't
1: he? Oh yeah, we another need a song for Billy Gilmore. Gilmore. We need to get a song for Billy Gilmore. So um, if it, it's McGill.
2: Do you know anyone that might be able to do a song for Billy Gilmer? Mate, I'm going into hiding right away. I'll, I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm, like a, I'm like a leap year. I only come up with a good song every four years, like, honest to God. Oh, don't put yourself doing. Hey, oh. <laughs> no, it's just laziness, mate. That's what it is. See, before we leave the injury, thing. then you see the, the boys tweet earlier on. Um, I can't wait. Flanky, KPL. Well, I can't use I was, I was going to use the word he is, but you can't use it you
1: can't so use the Johnson no I know that word uh-uh. you can say
2: maybe anybody so <laughs> anybody got somebody for fives tonight uh, no fives tomorrow at quarter to eight Aye, my brother my brother says he'll play <laughs> talk about McGinn coming in for, for, for uh, Patterson that's good well Paul Until McGinn tell us that's harsher it's
0: actually
2: very funny <laughs> I know I tell that's right there eh? <laughs> You, yeah,
3: see stuff, you see some stuff John McGinn posts, and you just think, "Are oh, you ever waiting for a comment like that?" <laughs> to be
2: have... the
3: good thing was that Paul McGinn liked it. Yeah, that's the great thing. Who would you? I, have think, had that's had the, I think that's in... the view that it is now such a clock mentality with the national team that I think the players do generally enjoy showing up just to be with their mates that they don't get to spend week to week with. Do you think Paul McGinn's the
0: right choice, Clark?
3: I think that just feels like he stuck his hand into, I a, a, into, a, basically stuck his hand to the hat the bag, and he's handed the bag to pull a name out the hat, and that's what he came out with. Because I just thought Ralston should have been, he should have called up Ralston from day one. I think Ramsey's just a wee bit too early, but he should have at least had Ralston in the squad. I felt. See,
1: the thing is, I was reading a thing before the set of fixtures about how they do call ups and all that type of thing, and how they organise what's going on and everything. So, much as only, I think, was it 26 made I think, we aimed for this? Yeah. I think that's triple header, I think. Yeah. Between 20 and 26, anyway, folk yeah. you know, pulled out or not, but what they do is, I think about a month or so, they actually have a list of 40 players, and they say, mm-hmm. right, this is where the is going to come from, and then they'll pick whatever the score is, so I'm thinking... Paul McGinn's been has played for Scotland before he's probably in that pool
3: I think he was team earlier
1: on I mean. yeah so I think that's why and he's not I think it's just the fact that people are Ralston's had a good start to the season Ramsey's had a great start Rooney's been talked about for ages so it's probably just the fact that Paul McGinn's in that group that Clark has seen at first hand in training and the likelihood, I think he's just going to cover anyway it's I'm, I'm
3: assuming O'Donnell's right.
1: back O'Donnell's well, back for the off game
3: I think it'll be Stephen O'Donnell in the morning night. Oh,
0: see. great. What brilliant news? I
3: think, think Steven O'Donnell takes his critics, but I, I, don't, I don't think he's, for us, I think he's a good squad player that you can call up when needed, but it does feel like he's buying his time until something better comes along, and I think that's oh. Patterson now.
2: Yeah. Where you see, going to say, Michael? See who we've actually missed is the boy Liam Palmer. Like he was in so many squads leading up yeah, to... I thought, I
3: thought he was really unlucky with to to the Euro because I think he came, he came in and he... I think he's much better going forward than Parson is. I just don't think Parson's really that good at going forward. I think he gets the halfway line and he's like a rabbit on a headlight almost. Nah.
2: That'll probably come experience but the first yeah, chance true. early on in the game that came after two minutes with him and mm. then obviously his goal as well he's... He's one of three up the path. Yeah. Which for your right back, well, right wing back. Right wing is, back, that's why. I uh, uh, no, think maybe
0: we're missing Andy Constein a bit as well.
1: No, we're not. No, no, like, no. I like Andy Constein, but we're not. We aren't. It's, it's I don't know.
0: could just yeah. say it because he's injured. So we could just say it to be kind to him.
3: <laughs> I like Andy Constein. I, like,
0: I want Andy to get
3: capped years ago, but it was always a case of he's. That's me as Aberdeen fan speaking, but he's not going to be—he's not going to be Willie Miller. He's not going to be Alex McLeish. He's just going to be one of those squad players, or maybe got a couple of squad calls, and that's it. Yeah, it was really there was a part of me after the Sierra game, seeing them all walk into the dressing room singing "I Can Boogie," thinking he's got that whole dressing room around his yep. little finger.
1: Exactly. Um, he's one of, like, football, he's one of like all. It's maybe a podcast on our time that I want to do, but it's harder now because it doesn't happen as much. One Club Men used mm. to happen like Europe in terms of like more so in the 80s and 90s, where nowadays you don't see it as much in Scotland, even maybe across the world. We would probably have to make it a global type thing, which would be good anyway because there's so many. I will not know we name the names because we'll save it the banter for if we end up doing that podcast. You don't see testimonials at all
3: these days, and I used to be a when you had your 10 years you
2: get
0: your testimonial
2: you don't see as many of these days I think oh. one of the St Johnston players had one during the summer Now Is was that Lewis Stevenson at Hibbs I think he had one recently yeah 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 really that's what had I had at Celtic see yeah. you're talking about one club men though we've got two at Celtic as it is we've got James Forrest and Callum McGregor two Scotsmen and all do you know what I mean true they stay there for, for their full career obviously but let not as if they've kind of like stolen a, stolen a wedge or anything like that by hiding in that they've, they've been big game players for years which is brilliant to see that they're still stuck by the club
1: mm-hmm. definitely um, so the game itself same story we've had recently we're creating chances are there great chances though I think we may be created maybe four good chances four or five good chances I would say
3: I thought the I, miss from Gilmore, that was a big one. If, but that wasn't really a chance a Chance set up out of nothing. I was just like, he was able to wind his way through the defenders and get the shot and try to get the shot in. But really, no didn't really do much in the way of major chances, I felt. Christie's look yeah,
2: that, at yeah. Christy's one as well that he bombed her the barlet on too.
3: I felt he was playing like a player without confidence in Saturday. It was just something about it. It wasn't his usual self. He just seemed very subdued, which was surprising me because he's been doing really well for Celtic of late, but just there was something not quite right. It was the same. McGinn was clearly not matched match fit. I felt he just looked so off the pace, and it's clear he's not been training. And it was, to a lesser extent, Robertson as well. You could see he was bursting a gut, but he was bursting a gut to tire himself out, really.
1: Do we not feel we are better when we start playing the ball in the deck though, and start putting yeah. some passes together? We look so much better. Whenever we went through Gilmore, I think that's when we started playing better. Because um, I feel we've got the players for it. Like, even the Denmark game, obviously, it's it's bye. We weren't really expecting much. And if, I think Denmark marries the second half. They knew we weren't going to be a threat, so they kind of just went, right, hey, we'll retreat back, save our energy. But second half, we did start playing it about a wee bit. We didn't create Many chances But we once we play In the deck Like that midfield You're looking at McGregor Gilmar trying think we Played that night McGinn. In midfield Yeah No not It wasn't McGregor It was He wasn't oh. McGregor wasn't Available No, 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 no Sorry Yeah, yeah. McLean Possibly But they're all good In the ball I mean, the they're, I had, they're, they're all good In the ball Like they can retain The ball well So what are we doing Playing the ball Up high To two short strikers it's not going to work. You can sometimes understand if you maybe put it into the the, the channels for them to kind of run in behind the full-backs or whatever, but yeah. playing it down the middle against, the, especially Denmark centre-backs, that's just me and drink all day for them.
3: I think the player we're missing just now is Ryan Jack. I think when we play him in that kind of holding midfielder role, he keeps everything tight. and does the quiet job that nobody really notices, and that really allows him again to get flying forward and we look much bit more of an attacking threat then. You know, that's always been that's always been one of the cases and I think Jack doesn't get enough credit for that because he is so quiet keeping things tidy in the middle of
1: yeah I think a lot of people do agree with that um, even some Aberdeen fans would agree but originally of that one as well so predictions for Austria are we going to win? I want
0: to I want to <laughs> I really want to say yes but I'm always so optimistic and see when you're like optimistic all the time it's nice and it is but it's quite tiring and it also like it's just the hope that kills you all the time and like the international break see they call it the international break because it's a break from Aberdeen letting you down over and over again but now it's just Scotland letting you down I mean I know we won on Saturday but 1-0 just wasted silly chances and I think if we're if we play like that again no I don't think we will because I think we'll concede and I don't think because we, we were going to score enough, there were just too many opportunities. Where, you know, there was times where I, I put three 0 on, and I thought after the first one went in, I
3: thought oh, this could easily be four or
0: five. That'll be it. Yeah,
3: that's what I thought was going to happen, but it's the thing I've noticed the last couple of games. It's getting very reminiscent of the Craig Brown days, where one nil's enough, a draw away from is enough, but getting back a hand tonight, we're slowly morphing back into that.
2: Uh, we, were playing for, we were
0: playing for a draw but well we were hanging on at the end and yeah. I mean for the last five minutes it's like oh I a whistle because it was stressful we, that's not what we want yeah. so I think I think if we actually look at the mistakes that we made on Saturday basically just not putting the ball in the net when there was and this is actually a very Aberdeen thing to do which is have a decent amount of possession spend most of the game in that final third and just nothing comes of it and yeah. I'm, I mean I mean John's nodding because he'll think about the Ross County game, when I think we had something like a billion shots. And we, I mean, at one point, I thought we could have played for months and not scored a goal. So if we can look at what we did wrong there and score enough, we should be OK. I'm not sure how our defence says it probably is enough to weather a couple of we can just be a bit more clinical up front. Three-one,
2: three-two.
1: Also, oh, Scotland going back to Scotland. The thing as well, I was reading earlier, um, people were saying about our coaches. Now, Austin McGee, Austin McPhee, sorry, has been brought in. Now, When Northern Ireland, he was working as the second yes. coach. Now, he's only obviously been in the squad with well, coaching staff, sorry, for this set of fixtures. Clark will say, and I keep on saying Clark, Steve Clark will say, because obviously you're Clark. Yes. Well, I think we would all agree. And you, we've heard the cliches. If you're creating chances, at least you're creating the chances to miss them. Yeah. So hopefully at some point it clicks because we're not bad defensively. I think yeah. uh, you, naturally under Steve Clark, you're going to be good defensively because that's how he sets his teams. That, that's yeah. fine. But there just needs to be that wee bit. And I think we do have the players. That's, a, that's my biggest frustration just now. I don't yeah. dislike Steve Clark, but I think with the players we have, I think we've actually got good players just now. Yeah, like players that are young confident are probably good clubs the one for me I think needs to play I've said it for since about maybe two, or two months after they've opened the Celtic team is Turnbull Turnbull would link that midfield and attack and give that something different in terms of creativity in the centre midfield
2: yeah I'm, I'm just wanting to know if we kyogo has got a Scottish granny <laughs> oh, <laughs> they, oh. Scott got you brought in. me
0: nicely onto my item of,
2: oh,
0: could we put together an alternative 11 we actually haven't planned that that was really professional for us no, that,
1: <laughs> no that, that that was in the, the page does it folder, make it unprofessional if I then
0: talk about how professional it was maybe it does a bit
1: no I know like uh, it was a good it's a good idea we have got some interaction Do you want to did you follow and make a list of who was mentioned
0: yeah we've not got enough for an 11 but I think between us we could put something together I think, we could. I,
1: think I think what we need to do is we'll need to take one of the teams away out of the Premiership. I
0: said that. Andy Constantine and because Harris he's up. injured. Andy Constantine's is going to sit out and he's going to coach this one because he's
1: right. injured. Okay. That's good. He's going to do right. dressing
0: room, morale, singing and coaching.
1: Right. What we'll do then is we'll take tons. There's 11 players. I'll, I'll take less and we'll give you three each. That's in good. <sighs> but we need to incorporate the folk that people mentioned because people did make mentions as well. Mm-hmm. So some good ones. Goalkeeper. Let's go with goalkeeper. There was some mentioned. however, we did ask about players that are not in the squad. So the natural keeper, I'll do this one Seen as it, it was one of the ones that was mentioned, McGregor, which we would all agree. Yep. McGregor would be there. Yeah,
0: probably yeah, still
1: enough.
0: the best uh, keeper in Scotland.
1: Yep. Uh, who, who have you got, Scott Bain? Me? Don't okay. encourage him. We'll right. So are we setting up like Steve Clark or are we setting up like how we would want to set up? I want a four
0: four two, because I like it. Nice. you want four
1: four two, Clark? What would you go? I four four two, I think. Okay. Okay. It's well. alternative, it's <laughs> something different, I suppose. Right, okay. Miguel, we're going four four two, just for
2: easiness. Mate, I just want to have a center and half and the right back and then you can do what you want. <laughs> right, okay. Oh, who, who do
1: you okay.
0: possibly want it right back?
1: Uh, remember, it's only, like you're only allowed one player from hmm. each club, right? So I think, right, so, we we'll you your right back. Sean Rooney. Right, okay, I don't think, no, no, it's all right, because remember, Andy Considine is sitting on the bench. Remember, he's coaching. Mm-hmm. So the other names that were mentioned, obviously, by people were Ralston. Mm-hmm. But we might get a Celtic player somewhere else.
0: And that's probably the good take from St. Johnson, I will say there.
1: So Rooney, yes. And other people did mention Rooney as well. And so, people mainly
0: said, St Johnston fans mainly said they thought that probably the best of their club were already, well, got their keeper there and they're buzzing. So, yeah, fine. Okay, that's St Johnston
1: out.
3: What about the... Right. What about Tad the, the boy out of Bologna?
1: Hickey, well, it? it was only... We were only oh, going to own clubs in Scotland, but Hickey is definitely a show at some point, surely. And right, so getting right. minutes, I think he's played... He played, he started both games... Um, mm-hmm. he seems to look like he might be Milevich's first choice at left back. Mm-hmm. I suppose is what we would maybe I like to. Think right, like he's been playing he plays late. oh well, he can mm-hmm. play right back as well, supposedly, but even as well, I think it first at hearts there was some talk he could play in the middle of the park.
3: Yeah, I remember Levine I think he might talking about like that type of thing. He was a future defender. I-
1: and I think to be honest, nowadays in the modern game, we've seen it a few times, fullbacks and play CDM quite easily. So it could be one to look out for in the future.
3: Okay, That's an Anderson maybe... started. He used to use a right of wing mm. back.
1: So, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe something to look out for in the future. I still think Kieran Tierney would be a good CDM. Mm, I think so as well. I think he's got all the attributes for it. Um, reminds me very much of Josh Kimmich. I do, I've said it for ages I think it'd be worth a try we've no got a CDM, and um, we're trying to get Tierney and Robertson at our team everyone keeps on going well let's play uh, tier- well Tierney at left centre back let's play Robertson at left wing back I know the Denmark game it was different because of circumstances but that's generally what we've been playing yeah. put Tierney in at CDM. Gilmore would then get more licence go forward and then I suppose if the struggle is then you're maybe McGregor McGinn but that's the great competition I have but uh-huh. maybe another, another day so McGill
2: your centre-back that you
1: want
2: is? Centre-back every time I've watched him he's absolutely solid wins every single header I've seen him going up for he can score as well he's very, very good and at my club right now I'd have Steve McManus into the Scotland team <laughs> Steve McManus? Are we going back <laughs> to oh, play gosh. against at against <laughs> oh, That was, that was of a joke like, I'm done I've only looked on really
1: well, really, so you know. So, Chris was wrong then, he thought you were maybe like you a wee shout for uh, Stephen Welsh. Nah, I was just wanting to have a wee joke, mate. That was all <laughs> right. So, who would be, who would your Celtic player be that's not in this squad then?
2: Um, I'm not really sure, mate, to be honest, because folk are talking. It's so alternative though, it doesn't need to be for any, it can be for alternative reasons, like they might just suit the,
1: the navy blue, they might sing the anthem well.
2: And do there for the morale in the tension. room? I the the tunes, the good looks. See, see in terms of Celtic, though, I don't think like Foca Trout with Roush, and I just think he's better just been left at the club than to settle in because he only has just came through as the player as this season because yes, he's been yeah. he's been nowhere to be seen for the last two years and
3: actually he moved on. I thought that somebody like Martin or something shocking just I mentioned the summertime.
2: I'll give you a laugh. Like me and Rachel were coming back for hers. It was. was it will be two years ago now. See with this COVID, I'm all lost for myself. So we're sitting in Dublin Airport and we're trying to get a flight back for to go to see Celtic playing Rangers in the League Cup final. The one that Fraser Foster had, the game of his life. Morales missed the penalty and Julian scored. But in the airport, sitting in the airport was actually the St Johnston team just coming back to their Christmas night out, and Ralphson was oh, sitting hey. away with Jason Holt. And it was that kind of way, like, see now, it's like total sliding doors moment. Eh? When you think about where he is now, to mm. sitting on the swally mid-season in Dublin, it's quite quite surreal for the boy. Like, must be must be thinking he's won the lottery again, eh?
1: Mm. I think if we see him maybe get a run of games, then maybe we can look at the next set of it. it's just, I suppose it'll depend as well on Juranovic. Because Urano, Juranovic right. might play left-back because Taylor's out injured for... Not mentioned yet, I don't think, have they? Alone Taylor's out for him yeah. that I've seen. And your I thought was pretty good
3: at left back. I think the squad was just one month too early for us. Silver so saying that creation boy. If he was keeping him out, then yeah, he should be in the squad, but you don't know where he's gonna be in a month's time. So I think the squad was just one month too early for him. Aye. I put I'm together
0: thinking. my 11, Um I put Greg Taylor into left back because that was the Celtic player that I was. Well, actually that was my backup because I thought we'd put Austin in, but we're not, I think that's the Celtic um,
1: feature. Right, we could put Taylor in. Um now we'll give a shout out to the ones that were mentioned by your listeners. So Greg, old friend of the podcast, Strike Off. He's got a wee Celtic connection. I don't know if you heard it. he's got a goal, I suppose if I sell it once it was quite big. Tony Watt. He's had a good start to the season.
0: Not the worst um, thing I've ever heard.
1: His, his, so Greg's comments were, and, and Greg likes a joke by the way, so he, he did say generally, not joking, too many busy players who run forward fast as friends connection. Not enough players who can put their foot on the ball. Yep. Uh, uh, it's alternative. It's not saying that for shorter strikers, he, he's got a bit of gallantness, and he's still, even though he's, he's not a prolific goal scorer. Well, let's face it, Scotland, but we're not renowned for profit Uh, goal scorers through history even Um, aside from Dennis Law and even Kenny Douglas I think would still say didn't he He wasn't profit for Scotland Um, so yeah I think Tony Watts a fair enough shout Um,
2: I'm sure I've seen him tweeting that that's the longest he's been at a club his mother will Mm -hmm.
3: I'm Mm -hmm. sure he was only at Celtic for about two or three seasons
1: I, I and, then, and then he went a wee tour around different places and all that. But right. yeah, it's settled and maybe it does make a difference. He he seems a decent guy. Like you see him on social media and he's doing a lot of good things for like mental health and different things like that. Uh, he likes his oh Tony Watts likes his films, does not it? He? he did the film things, he was doing film reviews. Ah, uh, he was doing the kids. And all that type of thing, which was quite amusing. Um, did he score any decent goals when he was at Celtic, Scott? Did Tony
0: Watts score any decent goals when he was at Celtic?
2: He actually scored two against Motherwell when he first broke through. <laughs> give me a so, chance
0: there.
2: So, uh, we need to give a
1: shout out to John, the other host, who actually, let's give a wee plug here, on Wednesday, will come out on Thursday, which is for the podcast, but also for his book, Scotland's Swedish Adventure, which will and that's May of June. I think he's hoping to have it come out to coincide roughly with the anniversary of Euro 92 starting. I'm old enough to remember watching Euro 92 and actually really enjoyed it. Thomas Brolin was my main reason, apart from Scotland. Thomas Brolin scored the goal as well to beat England. Lovely goal. Mm -hmm. All right. So, John, he did say the easy answer would be Cabin Ramsey, but we've got a right back. Ross McCrory. Now, the dilemma of Ross McCrory is which is right position. Uh, I think it's CDM. Yep. So, who hmm. went to CDM. I think that's the I
3: don't know what the is- fans want him back midfield, but I think he's better there. If we just stick with him there, he will click eventually.
1: Yep. Well, basically, John went on to say if Ryan Jack's not available, Ross McClory might be the closest they have got, which yeah. I would agree with. Yep. Aaron, what did you want to say about Ross McClory?
0: Well, the issue is that we're going to struggle. Some teams can get left out, aren't they? I've actually been very fair when I put my tournament to of 11 together and haven't. Ah, I, I know,
1: but. You, it's, it's not just your alternative loving mean, it's the it's the listeners. That's why we put it out, for and the that's listeners. why I'm letting
0: every single club appear so that everyone feels
1: part of it. Yes, and that's that what that we end
0: here. up with a very poor squad? With mean, what we're stuck with.
1: it's alternative though. So, so we've got we've got hairdresser in the team, which is good. Everyone needs a good hairdresser in the team. Nikki Clark's in there from Dundee United. That joke, is, that joke
0: wasn't funny when you did it in the group chat. I'm not sure why you brought it onto this
1: podcast. It wasn't me. It wasn't me that did it. It's uh, I it wait. Cussies. So
0: even worse, you have nicked someone's terrible joke.
1: Yep. Aye. <laughs> it's, my girl's laughing. My girl's loving it.
2: The mat jokes are the best. At uh, you.
1: Yeah. Ma- <laughs> I, I love the art. I love getting the laughter. I don't mind. I, I'll take Scott it. Scott and I'll do the jokes on the podcast <laughs> from now. On. When would you want to start? <laughs> Tell me when you're starting doing them so I know. Hey, it's not a comedy podcast. It wasn't that last week. It was
0: actually quite funny last week, but I'm not sure if that was the guest or not. No offence, Clark.
1: <laughs> no, no. I think we're always funny, to be fair. So, who else we got, Erin? Who have you got?
0: Well, where are, what are we at now? We're just throwing in players from teams.
1: No, we're putting in the players that listeners, we are for listeners' <laughs> comments. That's where we got.
0: Oh, I just had this idea of a really nice one from all of all 12 teams with Andy Constine just coaching and the rest of the...
1: That's what we have. We've got a few We've got McGregor, McGregor Rangers. goals. That's all right. We've got Rooney St. Johnson. We've got Taylor Celtic. We've got and then McCory, I've got John Sutton in his centre half. That's fine because he's hearts. Mm-hmm.
0: And steal?
1: then
0: my other centre half I was putting Charlie Mulgrew.
1: Well, we can't have him because no one, no one said him. None of the listeners said him.
0: Right then, okay, fine. So we won't have that.
1: Oh, actually, have... someone did. Someone did, but he doesn't fit in because we've got Nicky Clark. Never had any other strikers. We're going four for two.
0: Okay, fine. So we've got Nicky Clark and Tony Watt up front. Yep. Fine. Can Paul? Can Paul McGin count or not?
1: <laughs> no. No, because I
0: had I've
1: in. before. So. No. It, um, we could we, we could have Hanlon maybe. Pallon's been yeah, there before. Yeah, Pallon's my backup choice. Doig. Doig would be, I would probably have Doig ahead of Taylor, to be honest. Take Doig out and t- take Taylor out and put Welsh in the centre-half.
3: That uh, would, I think, work quite yes, well. Yes,
0: that works. And we can have Doig oh, on the left.
1: Right. That works nicely. I, I like Welsh, by the way. I think Welsh looks as if he's got a bit of potential. I don't know if he'll play regularly going forward, but I quite like him.
2: And again, mate, it's still the same kind of idea as Ralson. I don't think he had that great a season last year. He done well in like, a struggling Celtic team who are conceding goals left, right and centre. But he is looking off-confident this year. And Again, if you give him another, cut, another month or so, to let him bed in a bit better, you he could yeah. be in with a shot. Uh,
1: St Mirren.
0: So we're looking at four midfielders now, aren't we?
2: We're looking at three because McCroney's in there. Ruffling in Ross County. Ross County who, uh-huh. who did you have Aaron? who did you have for one of the one of the most comfortable players on the ball in the Scottish League and he always always looks for the ball every time you. Oh, it doesn't matter when you watch Ross County he done the same with Patrick Thistle as well and as Blair Spittle for me like, okay. he was fantastic and I don't think he gets enough credit
1: he's been trusted with mm-hmm. the captaincy so the, the captaincy as well I noticed that Ross County a bit of a you know, almost he seems like a journeyman already at his age, because he has been down the leagues. He's back up, but he's getting trusted. So could be a shout. Who was your Ross County play then?
0: Um I actually had him marked as an option, but also had um another potential. I had Ross Kalkan um as a potential option. Also not yep. bad, quite strong power, maybe. But happy oh. blur spittle, good shout. Content with that. Aye. Clark, would you? I
1: really in the Ross County teams. Oh sorry. What about St Mirren? Who, who would you have from St Mirren then, maybe?
3: Who's the boy that you were linked with in the summer and he seems to be... He's, the oh,
1: I, he's Irish, though. Oh, he's the Irish, Irish Yeah, he, he got his first cap, actually, on Saturday or Sunday. Right. I think it was. Whatever.
2: Charlie. Um, By the way, era. do you ever think we're bad? They drew the Azerbaijan. Was it Azerbaijan?
1: Oh, they are struggling, aren't they? There's no one point after four games.
2: Oh, they have already tried. They're trying to punt them already, try to get rid of Stephen Kenny. The last time I seen Stephen Kenny getting chased like that was when he was at Dunfermline. <laughs> <laughs> the Albion beat them in the championship. That's how bad they were. Um
1: coming first away at St Johnston alone, so he's a midfielder. Arahan. Maybe. Yeah. It's not it's maybe not. It's, bear in mind this is alternative. So it could even be players that might be a possible for the future. Arahan could be a contender. Um, I don't think I don't know about McAllister
0: Can Is we make him a Brophy play midfield?
1: No, no I don't well
0: Is it pushing mm. it a wee bit it's not a we could,
1: midfield, we right? could, we could I suppose we could be like tactical geniuses and be like switching between four four two and 4 three, 3 and different things like that
0: Yeah so let's put Brophy in then that
1: would be my game the Naismith kind of role a striker or a midfielder Okay right so we'll get the wolf in
0: we won't be calling that, so I don't, don't think you should be giving yourself nicknames. I can't stand
1: it. <laughs> What's your nickname?
0: I don't have one, I don't think. Oh, I you no, you do no
2: need one.
0: Fine,
2: thank you. You want one? No. no you,
0: have, you have got a
2: nickname? The Prosecco Princess?
0: Oh, I don't know if that's good, though, is it? Oh, well, it's not bad. I've I well, no that boss, no Prosecco right? Miguel,
1: could so... you say what your nickname is on here?
2: No, one. Can you say what it is on there, your nickname? I've not got one yet. I don't know. I used to get, do you know what I used to get called? I used to get called Smiggle. And I don't know why there's a shop called Smiggle. I think there might be Aye. some copyright in there. Aye, like
1: some
3: copyrights. Clark, you've obviously got a name? Uh, wanderer, because just had a habit with my mates always wandering off and showing up three hours later. So, said, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were a status quo fan.
3: What? I thought you were a status quo fan.
2: No. Joe, what did we tell you about jokes? Stop it! <laughs> but See, if, you like, I,
1: if you keep throwing the dart, what do end up getting the rose? I
2: I used to have a nickname when I was on holiday, and it was Houdini because I always kept disappearing. Now that we're talking about like one. I, I can believe that. Yeah. Um, so talking. we've got we've got one player left.
1: Which
0: clubs though? Because we've got McCrory in there.
3: Well, it's only I one. We we'll
0: take him out because Andy is the coach, and
3: we need every well, club. Livingston,
1: the boy, uh, Forest, I suppose. Oh, yeah. What about Dundee?
0: Aye, two clubs left. Aye. Okay, so if we take McCrory <laughs> out, then we've got a space for a midfielder from Dundee and a midfielder from Livingston.
2: Uh, is... right. Okay. Aye. Sorry, we're John. So professional here. By the way, we're doing Sorry. so well. We're <laughs> oh,
1: doing alright,
3: right, actually. We're
2: doing
3: alright. Forest.
1: For, uh, aye, aye, I he's a wide player, so I like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think Forrest would be a good shout, yep. And see actually Dundee, can I give you a shout Charlie Adam? Aye, now we don't need to get rid of McClory. I would mm-hmm. I I coaching, so we we'll need to get rid of McCrory yeah. Alright. Uh, yeah. so, apologies, John uh, Charlie Adam? No. I like that then? No I would say Charlie
0: Adam or Paul McGowan, but yeah. Lee Griffiths.
1: But he's Celtic, really.
2: What about Paul Macmillan? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's only because he's like my dad's second cousin's <laughs> laddie. That's the only reason I've said that. <laughs> is that. So he listens to the podcast. I'm
0: going to send you a signed talk, is he?
2: Is he on Twitter? Nah. Is he on Twitter? Aye. Can we tag By him? Usually, probably this will be near relevant to anybody, but he was a ball boy. In one of. The, he used to be the ball boy at Simply Park as well when he was coming to the youth academy. That's, right. that's all I was going to say it's quite interesting for none
1: (laughs) aye 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 that's good right so I think we've got a team Alan McGregor Sean Booney Harry uh, not Harry Suter because he plays for Australia John Suter Stephen Welsh Josh Doig where we go McMullen. Dundee
2: Doris somebody else
1: we'll go Charlie Adam
0: Charlie Adam's good show Charlie Adam. Adam
1: Last Battle Ross County. We're all facing Mirren. <laughs> Nicky Clark at Dundee United and Tory Watt Motherwell with Andy Considine supplying the tunes.
2: See the best that you've done with Nicky Clark, by the way. It's quite funny that Shankland was in all the squads and that leading up to the Euros and nobody's mentioned them. <laughs> We're just letting I mean, him a, fast forward. He's on a beer down. shot now. Busy. He's a beer shot He's in Belgium. What? oh sorry yes oh, cancel me cancel me get me off
0: we're letting him stay busy in Belgium we're just doing it from the clubs that are in, in, in see,
2: see yeah, this is what but, happens when I did not drink on Sunday
1: so we've got we've got though from the ones that I know in Scotland we've, we're and Hickey and Shankland a wee shout out but there was sure also a shout out
0: for Jordan Rhodes actually
1: Jordan Rhodes that's a blast from the past he should have been playing for us about 10 years ago when then we came yeah. from picking the run striker
2: uh, mind all the, mind the games where what was the game he came on not everybody thought he was the saviour at that point but you forget was it game the same scoreboard. game as uh, Emil
3: Lumo, I think not not not. No, 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 no 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 no, no, his first game was I want to say Australia Celtic but uh, Ibs or something like that that's um, I uh,
1: always uh, feel we should have been playing anyway and, but we, we, we Cyprus not the not...
0: first proper game what
1: Cyprus
0: Maybe. I think
1: against Cyprus aye, was going Yeah. be right. um, the well that's not right you're loving some of them would I think would actually potentially be on the fringes of the squad especially mm. with Nicky Clark around um, we need to thank everyone as well for Tap Zone getting involved in Tap Zone on both games worked pretty well so some good variety of talks which i like to see uh, aye I'm going to tell a story right so People are talking about first games. We've seen Ka- uh, Callum go, Sky Sports star, John Cern. It was his first game, which was good. So I decided, we well, didn't decide. Sports and missus was like, You fancy going to a game? Never, I've never actually asked her before, I'll be honest. So she's, she kind of doesn't mind football, tolerates it at times. She went, Aye, I'll go. Right, like, okay. So, obviously, when you're at football, you need to celebrate a goal with someone. Now, COVID times, you can't go with a person you don't know because i not going to work. Now, you know what a celebration is like? Football offers a goal. Uh, I launched myself, didn't I? Decker. Red card offence, definitely. De- definite red card offence. So, yeah. I-, I did get the takeaway on the way home, so I made it up to her.
0: What did you get for your takeaway?
1: Yeah, uh, I got a chicken shawarma wrap. And the missus got a Hawaiian burger and chips.
0: I, well, I presume the pineapple in that burger was
1: there. Pineapple and pepperoni and cheese, and so it came in a bun. Got
0: something to say about this college so furious. <laughs>
2: <laughs> mate? I know it's your wife, but is there any way you cancel her as well? That sounds shocking, mate. Yeah, yeah, pineapple I am. here, yeah, I'm
1: against pineapple with savoury things. Anyway. I
2: don't have to eat any of it.
1: But that's all I'll say.
0: I like pineapple and pizza.
1: Oh, Aaron, between That's that not surprises. Pie, think... Ask Clark. Ask Clark. Ask him. What? What about? How he... Yes, Pizzagate. Pizzagate.
0: Well, no, the pizza thing, I think the pizza thing, the sandwich is the important one. No, Clark, no. Clark, P- imagine Pizzagate. you are. Well, no, but the sandwich leads into this. Imagine, Clark, you're in like MS or Tesco or something, but you get you know, a sandwich in a packet, the two big triangles.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You
0: know what I mean? Maybe a little BLT, I think, possibly.
4: Aye.
0: Yeah, same, yeah. And you eat your sandwich. Now, are you going to eat the crust first so you can enjoy the full excitement of that filling? Or are you going to eat the filling and leave yourself horrible dry crust to finish
3: with? One uh, of my choice. is eating a wrap. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: There's a curveball.
0: controversial, isn't it? I don't think you should get the wraps. I don't think they're good value for money. I think actually uh, you're filling it at all and then they're dry. I'd
3: probably, I'd probably leave the crust for last. I like cross.
2: Uh, that's how you've got a head of chest, isn't it, Clark? Yep. Yep. Uh, you're the kind of person who the after the rat first, just so drop it don't drop out the bottom there.
0: Eh? Well, <laughs>
1: you,
0: to, you get around to the supermarket, you are actually best to do that because there's no filling in the bottom of it, but it is messy. <laughs> so you're best to do that in the comfort of your own home.
1: Yeah. I, I should also say about the football, being at Scotland games is all well, about seeing your mates, seeing new people, making new friends. So I was lucky enough to be an absolute superstar of the podcast. Two weeks ago, Josh was on. What a boy. Unbelievably good.
0: Game. Very very funny.
1: Very good. Yeah,
0: great. Brilliant. Thanks for but, uh,
1: and the But... Yeah. I've got the jokes. Actually, it was very nice. Like to I was great all his pals were very nice. Um, so, yeah, he... Uh, I don't know if I could say I can say because he put it on up on Instagram so we'd met him and uh, we're coming out of the place that we've been at which and was there's decent there's a bike there's, there's a bike right one of the bikes you can hire to get about so I'm thinking he's just kidding on that he's taking a wee picture of himself with a bike about he got on the bike nope so supposedly he made hand in about 10 minutes before the rest of us um, some boy good laugh his mates were good as well I should say as well. We did meet a regular of the podcast, which was nice. Thank um, you. we did meet. It was very good. Shared a few drinks, photos, good times. So I think October. I think most of the podcast team is going. I think. I'm a TBC. It's five o'clock kickoff, is it not? TBC. It is five p.m. kickoff. Yes. Yeah.
0: So I'm thinking I'm at Glen Eagles the night before. Um. And so golfing. No, it's my um, very delayed now 30th birthday present for my sister.
1: Well, you never so, told us you were 30 last year when you were in John's podcast guest special.
0: I know. Oh, I, to, I, don't like, I don't like to make a fuss.
1: You don't like to talk about yourself. I know that.
0: So we are going there. So it depends logistically um, whether I can make it work. But we'll see.
1: What about a helicopter? Maybe they get a private helicopter? No,
0: no I've given the helicopter... Um, the pilot a night off so that's a problem isn't it it's
1: the issue well, Ooh, difficult but we'll see difficult. first world problem
0: and I can't do um, Denmark because I'm in Aberdeen because that is actually my
1: birthday week oh so you're, you're milking last year's birthday and this year's birthday in the space of a I week mean. yeah so that's like, all
0: you all like right. have a birthday this is a thing by the way and people say it's not as you have like a birthday week sometimes it goes two weeks depending on where mm-hmm. your
1: birthday falls Mm, I think that's a, that might be more of a female thin than a male thin,
3: maybe. I'm lucky if I get an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a good hour, though? from <laughs> <laughs> the kids.
0: I think um, the Denmark game's on a Monday, so we'll have to move the recording to maybe... The ch- mm. We'll have to work around my birthday as Monday well.
1: Things, things will be moved definitely. Um, yeah. On the subject of the Scotland game as well, and Saturday Taps on, we did that. We also did a wee music thing which worked quite well. So we put out some wee tunes. Um, some bands artists get involved as well. Phil, I want to pronounce his surname correctly because I want to say Kierata. Kierata.
2: So I
1: would say that he got involved, which is good. So he's got some, he does music himself. But he was good enough to nominate other Scottish bands, which I liked. So we try to keep it Scottish themed. So we had a variety of things. We also... Well, Miguel, we could reveal this just now on the podcast. Yeah, on, mate. Have we confirmed the name? Have we gone with that name?
2: I is don't it, know. Is anyone
1: on the Still we, we won't say the name yet, but we are going to do a series of guest specials, which will be music and football themed... So they will maybe be starting in two or three weeks' time, possibly. We're trying to confirm a date. But we do have a first guest confirmed. But we'll tell you later who it is. So that's all we'll say. But we really enjoy people interacting and that. So hopefully for any future Scotland games, we're going to try and put our own Scottish playlist together of we'll tunes, whether it's songs that are played at Scotland games or whether it's songs from up-and-coming Scottish artists or just Scottish artists in general. Mm. Um So it was good.
2: To be fair, to your boy that tagged himself, so I listened to his tune by the, uh, Bonnie Toon, and it's actually top-notch. Like it's very, the boy's very, very good. I've never heard them before. Followed them right away on Spotify and stuff. So we'll hear more of them now. Oh, I was very good. Like there's a few
1: we've been following because we've been in discussions with a few bands. So yeah, keep your but keep your ears peeled more than your eyes, maybe. On that one. Um, on that subject, who is your favourite band, Clark? Or favourite song you get at the Scotland Games?
3: Oh, I absolutely despise the the Turner Army songbook. Oh. Tell me, oh, you,
1: tell me, tell me you dislike the audio, please. Oh, yeah.
3: no, no, it's, it's got its moments. Uh, I always hark back to Milan, and we literally sung that for twenty minutes, and the Italians tried to drown it out. So. We like I, yes, I despise the song most of the time and wish it would disappear.
1: So, as what would you have as an alternative then,
3: mm-hmm.
1: in terms of you? What kind of maybe a, it needs to be Scottish band? Who's your who would be your Scottish band of choice? ACDC.
3: I'm having
1: that. Oh right, okay, okay, right, nice. Erin, who would you have playing at Hamden, of Scotland? Oh. Or 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 maybe something different.
0: Well, does it need to be a Scottish band?
1: Band, artist, poet. Okay. Whatever. Um
0: do you know who I really, really like? Tell me. Um actually, do you know what? The um in terms of like singer, singing, the um girl I own a fife who sang at Tawdry before oh, she uh, game, has yep, got a brilliant voice. Yep. Um, really good, and it's a that's a really nice song, but then that's an Aberdeen song she's um, you know Scottish
1: like, Signer of the Year so if she can sing, her they can fly about anything she wants I
0: think she would
1: do fly of Scotland very nicely and in terms of fans I'm a big fan of Twilight Sad yes Twilight Sad yeah. are good seen Yeah, seen the, yeah. the the band's FC top that is absolutely terrific like they've got yeah. one as a, fit as a sponsor T-SAD and one that's no sponsor both terrific I do like a top with no sponsor as has to said it does look yeah. cool but it did
3: still look cool with the T-SAD because of the AFAB I wish, was had, I wish he had the 80 diamond white diamond because the first time I saw him do live, he was wearing that top Yeah, the guys in the band. I wish they kind yeah. of did it in that one. Aye, that would be good.
1: Uh, Miguel, who would you have? Himself. Oh, well. <laughs>
2: yes, I
1: would have you <laughs> too.
2: I would have you too. Hey. Let's not you too, not you too. I mean you as well. Let's be fair. You two let's are Scottish. Fair. See, the glassy Iona Fife that you're speaking about there, she's... The thing I like about her is she makes folk songs sound more modern. If that makes sense, mm-hmm. So like the, the Northern Lights. Of the old David is when you hear it now, the older version. That's it, obviously Careful. dated. No, it's obviously dated, but she's bringing like a more modern sound. Aye, uh, time to find Kian exactly played and I
3: turn on my playlist again. Her version
2: would probably the version that would make it now. Mm-hmm. But the, the likes of, do you know what? See for me, like. Got about playing like folk songs and that all the time. It's hard to hear people doing Scottish songs that aren't the, basically the Corey's and that kind of stuff. Yeah. And like bring, putting your own sound to it, like she does, I think it's brilliant. It's refreshing. It's got a chance of bringing more people into listening to folk music. Definitely. And, and from my point of view, I, I really, really i have got a lot of time for that kind of stuff. Yeah. I've got a lot of time for that. Um, I'll-
1: did I give you a shout-out last week about your cover of Caledonia? Or was it just you I said to?
2: Oh, you, you sent me a photo of books of Kleenex, but I don't know what you were up Aye. Aye, <laughs> it was it,
1: You made me emotional. You were, it, It's an emotional song anyway, right? Caledonia, I think, can get you at the best of times. That's a good version. I'm not just saying that because he's on the podcast. Genuine, top version. If you've not heard it already, check out McGill's version of Caledonia.
2: Cheers, pal. Thanks for that. Well,
3: that's yeah, the yeah. thing I loved about the Euros was there were so many varieties and styles that it was so great. Like, yeah, who was the? There was a band that that kind of like the way I could describe it is something like Bill and Sebastian would do. They did it. That was a song from you, I can't remember who did it, but it was that kind of style. <laughs> and then you had McGill style, and you had the guy that wrote the one. He said he wrote it after the World Cup in ninety, and this is him just getting round to recording it who's that I can't remember his name there were certainly
1: a good few if we were to check up I've yeah. got a Scottish was, it was, it playlist.
3: Choice um,
1: the summer, I playlist but on the subject to Miguel and him paying me a £20 bribe so have you heard about the vaccine passports yes basically yes. if you've got a 20 quid note that's what the bouncers will be accepting as a
2: vaccine <laughs> passport I don't believe you you're making it up it's 50 <laughs> 20 if you're a pal. Uh, well. um, so you're talking about the Scottish songs as well. Did you ever hear that? Is it our moment? Is that that one, Clark? Sorry. With Nick Morgan, the boy, and he like, rhymes through all the players. No. No, it doesn't matter. No, it doesn't matter then. That's a really good but, but I know.
3: know It just looks like I said, there was a really good selection of songs all the summer. I, thought, and I just thought, in this case, you just wish it would never end because it just felt so good
2: poems as well by the way there's a lot of good poems that really, my big pal Andy Douglas he done he done one outside Hamden and then followed it up and it was it got a lot of traction at the time as well he noted not that guy but he was on uh, Good Morning Britain with me that Friday before England game We got Good Morning Britain? we just yeah, put I that, that. Hey, I
1: think the thing we need to say just now is Scottish bands are ruling the world yeah. quite well or not far off it I mean Erin and me were both at gigs last week, Scottish bands. I was at the Snuts, who are not far off being the biggest band in the UK just now. And it's great, they're Scottish, I I, I like them anyway. What a gig, tremendous. Glasgow came on, and oh my word. I was waiting for that moment, and the the mosh pit was unreal. It was the first gig I'd been back to as well. Just, aye, crazy scenes. Erin, you were at. At
0: Strap on Friday night. Yeah, really good. That would have been good. First post COVID gig, and yeah, really brilliant. And hoping to get along to some more live music. Got a few other things. booked, Keep buying tickets for stuff. You're just when you see things, you think, oh, I can't wait to like, go to things. I'm at a comedy show on Sunday, although it's quite a it incredibly difficult for me to get there.
1: Oh, oh, oh. wait, Are we? Are we? Are we getting it out there? Well, are I we? think
0: that. I think it's fair to say that at a point where we have reopened things where we are trying to boost the economy after what's been probably the worst 18 months we've ever had especially in relation to things like hospitality and live music and shows comedy the arts to be absolutely decimated yep. and as long as people are following the necessary precautions which are in place for a reason there is no you know you can go out you can do things and I think you know, we should be encouraging people to do that insofar as they feel safe to do that. And ScotRail have just decided you're not supposed to put a lot of trains. Because, you know, imagine you wanted to maybe pop up. Like, I can get to Glasgow for two minutes on a train. So normally, great, really easy to go and see stuff. Glasgow tends to have a lot of good stuff on. Um, you know, similarly, people come across the shopping and it's quite, like, you know, busy. All that kind of stuff that's been empty and even you know, not just going between those two cities, going anywhere, is impossible. On a Sunday, if you want to travel anywhere in Scotland, you you basically cannot. It is absolutely horrendous. It's not just a Sunday.
1: Services have been decimated even during the week as well. Well, Certain places are more privileged in terms of travel. I was in Central on Sunday and I think there was only actually three trains running and two replacement bus services. So yeah i'm yeah. getting
0: a bus on sunday um i do get a tiny bit travel sick but i think it's mainly snobbery time <laughs> it and stop me doing it but i'm getting a CityLink bus it's like an hour it'll be fine i'm sure because there is no there's no trains at all to come back and when i go to Aberdeen celtic in october i'm getting cross-country service up at 10 past eight in the morning because there is no other train to get up to go to the game um, fair enough, it's a twelve o'clock kickoff, but there's nothing. There's nothing from Glasgow, so if you want, if you're a Celtic fan who wants to go to that game at Taldrin, well, unless you want on a sports bus or drive, you won't be going. And I can I've got to stay the night in Aberdeen and come home on the Monday because again, there are no trains coming home at all. It is yeah. absolutely ridiculous that as we also talk about people trying to be sensible and not crowding and all of this, that there are so few services on that the trains are all absolutely rammed, and. The rest of the time, you can't get a trade anywhere. I think it is, I think it is embarrassing. And yeah. in England, I, I presume in England, it's
2: just been happening. This has been going on for six months. i just say something. I got a letter back from the MSP for Stirling, and um, I don't know whose narrative I'm trying to read. But she's saying it's their they're kind of trying to take advantage of a system that was in during the pandemic. And the conductors are saying it's something else, so it's one word against another, and it's not going to get solved anytime soon. By the looks of it. But if you are listening for ScotRail or the RMT, going to just sort this out. This or, a just, or a or a if you're in on.
1: Holland, because it's a bellio, I think playing a part as well. There's that many different fingers and pies.
0: I appreciate the industrial action. I suppose is meant to. Make things happen and it, you know, galvanize change all of this because it is, you know, having an actual proper impact. And so strikes serve a purpose. But I do just think at this point where we are, you know, trying our best to get past what has been an absolutely horrendous time for people who would like to be able to do things, and it's not just being able to go out places, there are people who are really isolated and lonely who are only now really feeling either, you know, able or comfortable to go and see people cannot travel to see family members or anything because the train services in Scotland right now are an utter disgrace and I just don't I mean I don't know I don't follow closely with some English travel but I'm pretty sure this would not be happening there and I think it is very difficult because I don't see how Scotland will come out of this well not really and I use LNER as much as I possibly can when I go up to Aberdeen I think their service is generally brilliant but to go across to Glasgow from Edinburgh, you're pretty much Scotty only, and yep. uh, I, I just don't think I'm, I'm basically raging raging about it. And it's just, a, it's just a nightmare that we want people to be able to, you know, go out, spend money, do things. Let's try and see businesses thriving. Oh, sorry, do you want to go out for dinner? Mm, you won't be able to get back.
3: That's been, I like travelling by train in Europe, and it's such a refreshing. I like just sit I mean, I've done Zurich to Milan, and it's been breathtaking. I've done. Uh, Vienna to Budapest, and I've paid pennies for it, and it's been comfortable and good times. And yet, comes back to Scotland, and I'm paying just as much to get from my town to Glasgow Central return as going from Zurich to Milan. So it's just always been a problem here with the trains.
2: See, in terms of like folk, <laughs> this is turning into train talk, <laughs> but in terms of like the different countries and that you're talking about, like we've got the last train. And everybody talks about how much of a hassle the last train is. There's countries across Europe that don't have such a thing as the last train. No, just 24 hours. Aye, I would save so many problems. And I don't know why we think it's such a big issue, the last train. Like how often do you hear the words focusing on, oh, you've got the last train here. What happened in the last train? But but that's why there's run trouble. Run. That's why there's trouble sometimes on them because there's this rush that's, to get the last train. That's the reason why
3: we don't get train service to Glasgow Central because. To, to, to work and be beneficial, they would have to run trains all night to get so the whole country can use it. And you're making your silly o'clock flights in the morning, like London Stan said, there, there's trains there all, be all night, really. Yeah, I mean, i and like going back to like traveling, you're
1: talking about Zurich, Milan. I remember, um, am trying to think what it was, the Ukraine trip. Going back to the Ukraine trip, so we got a train, I think our flight from Amsterdam to Kiev was something like six in the morning mm-hmm. now. If that had been, say, we in UK and trying to do that type of thing, we'd struggle. There's no problem. Because there was an overnight train. There was a train that took you all 24 hours to the airport. So mm. there was no issue. I think we left Amsterdam at 3 in the morning to get there, so we were 2 hours before. Mm. No issue. No issue at all. Um, Germany as well. Travelling like through Germany, whatever, different places. Reliable, quick trains.
2: Pff, sorry. The unsung the unsung heroes of the situation, if you miss the last train though, is any casino in a city. Because if you go and just sit and have a drink, you, you'll get that first train back.
1: Well, you need to have more than one drink in Scotland to make sure you get the first train home, unless your train's very early doors.
2: You don't need to sit and have a tightest bramble. You can just sit and have a drink, it's fine.
0: <laughs> so what, you get the first train home at like some horrendous awful hour in the morning, the sun's coming up and people are going to their work.
2: And you've just had a few drinks and lost like 200 quid in the casino. No,
0: you
1: don't need to. That just you don't need to, for a bet. Oh, it's just, just a warm
0: place, is it? To you stay
1: know, safe. Hi. He never said gambling, because it's responsible say, gambling. It's very true.
2: You, they, they don't bother if you're not having a Tate as Bramble. As long as you're buying at the bar, you're fine. Exactly. Fine. Exactly.
1: When um, um, no, you go, when you go.
2: No, I was just going to say it's, uh, it's a. <laughs> It's quite a mad situation when you are going for the casino to get that first train and folk are going to their work. The walk what of shame. You it call it the walk of shame. Walk of shame you call it. Ah, no, but no, when you're still drunk. You, you didn't really realise until later on in the day when you go. <laughs> By the way, that was kind of that blue case was staring at me, yeah. Aye,
1: <laughs> uh, right. We need to move on. We should talk about our sponsor, one of our sponsors. So Saturday, we're at the football. Some of us are back wearing the kilts. So if you're in the kilt and there's a wee bit of problem with the old chafing, get your Manscaped Lawn Mower 4.0. Ideal. Use that. Keep you clean and tidy. And also the deodorant will keep you nice and no chafing. And you'll be hanging loose, hanging free, and you'll be smelling tremendous. uk.manscaped.com. Twenty percent in free shipping off any product, so aye, I get involved. I deal generally for that's if it was made for anything, it was made for under the kill. You, do' it, I
3: can tell you a quick story of somebody who fell for a, a joke. Somebody who's suffer really suffering with the chafing, and someone said to him, "Oh, butter's the thing. Go to go to the breakfast and get a knob of butter, and just smear it on everything." He stupidly picked up salted butter
2: and for the rest of the day was in sheer agony is that is this taking is this taking the biscuit Would that no, be no like, no not
3: seriously
2: <laughs> no. Like, Oh but
3: wasn't he on the biscuit as well
2: <laughs> but oh, I did, biscuit I always I always put butter my, my uh, piece of sausage <laughs> <laughs> uh. Oh, yeah
1: aye but generally if you, if you need a wee discount or a wee help hand down there then get on the old uk.manscape.com 20% off free shipping loads of great products there so I think we'll round up quickly I wanted to give you you mention just to the women's game because it's now on BBC Scotland highlights so we're on at 7 o'clock this evening a lot more coverage I believe Erin watched the Aberdeen Celtic game yesterday. I don't know if anyone else watched it on BBC Scotland.
0: Yeah, really good. And um, I think really nice to see the women's game get a bit more coverage. I think it started with maybe a little bit. I think there was some kind of sports scene programme on really late on a Sunday night at one point. Um, Which, you know, okay, it's good that it's on and they're making an effort there. But I Mm -hmm. don't know how many people you get staying up for it. You get that on at a reasonable time you will get people who just kind of accidentally, you know, tune into it. And when you watch the games, they're really quick and they are brilliant. And so I'm hopeful that we can promote the women's season really well this year because a lot of work goes in behind the scenes there. Um, You know, not that it does not the men's side, but it goes in without the money and without the backing and the support. And it is hard, I think, you know, to do that. And these players... Really make an effort, I think, as well, to try to encourage you know younger girls playing youth. A lot of the professional women's team go and coach at younger girls' clubs, and I think that's really good and something we need to see more of. And Aberdeen up in SPW one, and we saw their trophy at half time. The highlight of the Ross County game was that trophy, to be honest. Um. So yeah, really good, and hopefully we will have a good season of women's football with, you know, decent turnout, people watching stuff. It's actually a lot more accessible than it has been. Similarly with, um, I guess, more youth football to an extent. So the under-21s games on 4 at half past 5 in BBC.
1: Yes. Going back to the women's game, though, I was at the under-19s yesterday. So I was fortunate enough to take in Glasgow City and Kilmanac playing. Now, one thing I would say, and this is something that we've had from the guests uh, involved in women's football, the respect levels that were shown across the board was such a difference. No back chatting to the referee, no shouting and screaming from the parents at the sidelines. lines. It's just a case of let the kids play, or let the players play. Tremendous, really good football from both sides. Uh, what we say is Glasgow City can tell are equipped to be, you can tell why they're so good, because they are set up just for women's football and probably have a bigger range of players to play. But generally, really entertaining game. I really enjoyed it. It's my first experience of actually being at a live game, f- watching females play. And, yeah, i will definitely going to more games. Uh, we have made a, a, a vow to get to a game, because we're all guilty. Well, maybe not all guilty, but I think we did have a general chat and say we've not maybe been to any games. I don't know if, Clark, if you went to any of the, the women's games. Uh, did a, uh,
3: a took a to the... Took my daughter to the my eight year old daughter to the Jamaica game just before the Women's World Cup and she's not really a football fan anyway and not interested. But taking it to Hamden and the cause of wound playing, you just saw the big eyes and she was loving it. But taking a man's game, not interested. But yep. and she was saying to me, she keeps saying you know, we nudge saying when's the next women's game, when's the next women's game? and because of COVID it kinda of went away. Yeah. And then I said to her just the other week that I've got us tickets of the Fair Islands game at Hamden in a few weeks' time, and she's, just the eyes shot up, she just can't wait for that. So Looking you know, mean, forward to going to the games at Hamden now. They're, they're all in one place because it was, it was selfish a wee bit. But it was when they got moved to Edinburgh, so that was just fun like, I'm not going to take the time off just for that. But because they're within a year shot now, it's a case of can make a night of it.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, John had uh, the Island Campbell on last week. And one of the kind of things I'd asked is because I know from people that are involved in the women's game, a lot of people don't know when the kickoffs are, they don't yeah. know where the games are. And quite often the games are at cages whereby you're not really allowed many fans, so you're not going to get a good crowd if it's at a cage. So, what needs to be done, I think, is there needs to be more, well, better facilities um, mm-hmm. all around because it also, as well, it's not just even being able to go to the game, watch the game. You take for granted that you go to photography, you go to Celtic Park, you go to hand and you can go to the toilet. That might not <laughs> be the case if you go to somebody's
3: the game.
1: Yeah. So, I think we're seeing we're seeing better things happening. We're trying to do more. We are still learning as we go. We're, we're not going to say we're experts at any any matter, but I suppose for more media exposure, it makes think, us more interested because you can't. I suppose you're not interested in what you don't see.
3: I think the Euros woke up something. And I think the World Cup really woke up, and I do think the women's games getting better and better and better, and well been a good, well been a very healthy position for years to come.
1: Definitely. Uh, on the back of that, obviously, Glasgow City first leg against Servette last week. Claire Shrine scored absolutely belter of a goal. It's 1-0. Ty is finally poised. So um, Wednesday at Broadwood, 10 past three. Now, you don't get many chances to do this. Free tickets, free, F-R-E-E, to see Champions League football Not its qualifiers. But I think that's tremendous to try and get people. I know the time's awkward, right? it is awkward but if you're off if you maybe got a chance to get there go because Glasgow City are the most successful team in Scotland yep
3: my friend Not John just... Rain- Rangers fan Man City fan he absolutely raves it Glasgow City both his daughters are season tickets and he just takes him along every he keeps giving me a wee nudge saying bring your daughters along it's a great day I always yeah. plan to which is a case of like you said I've never seen the kickoffs, so and it's always yeah. a case of when are they playing
1: definitely Um Miguel,
2: right.
1: You want to say something there?
2: Are um, we doing league predictions this week? We are indeed, yes. Um, please, could
0: I um, do one? Because last time it didn't go well. I need to redeem
1: myself. Okay, what we'll do is, seeing as there's myself and there's the three of you, you can all have a game each. How does that sound?
0: Yes, please.
1: Oh,
2: okay.
1: Uh, so, Clark, we do a lower league predictions game... When it allows, because obviously the weekend we couldn't because international break. So, mm. one game from the championship, one game from League One, one game from League Two. Ali Graham is currently 2 1 up. He won last season. We cannot have Ali Graham winning again. He's a nice guy, but that, that big smile of his when he gets a wee win, uh, no, we, we need to get back to 2 0. So, they pressure you three as I pick the games and you pick the scores. It works well for me. So, Championship. I think a wee jaggy derby. Inverness against party Thistle. And Clark, because you are first alphabetically, I will give you the honours of picking this
3: score there. Roberts, uh, the Inverness are really playing well and I don't think Partey Thistle found their stride away, so 2-1 Inverness. 2-1 Inverness,
1: right. Okay, no worries. So we will go to League One Erin. So you've got time to do your research because you worked this out when I did the wee alphabetical shout. <laughs> we are going to go for Overrangers versus Montrose. Oh, a team oh, that actually,
0: my pal's brother has played for both those teams. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: Who are they? Who are they? You know, if you want to give a
0: shout out, Jamie Regiman. Right. I um, think yeah, pretty sure he played, played for pretty sure he has played for Peterhead definitely because he played at Ibrox, which is pretty cool. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, played for Peterhead when Rangers were down in third division, so quite a cool thing I think. If you're, you know, a player at that level who, you know, you're playing not semi-professionally to get to, to Ibrox, pretty cool. So, um, yeah, okay. So, oh, I don't want to predict a
1: draw, but you know what? I think too often, all, what wee Desmond, right? You're sitting on the fence, okay? To all, so let me look at League Two again. Miguel, you've had a wee chance to peruse the Fitzros to maybe get a wee idea. Hmm. Ah, let's go for your good pal Mark. Let's go for Sterling Albion versus forfa Oh,
2: <sighs> mate! No, <laughs> the Albion are basically the worst team to predict in the fall of Scotland because see if you ever put them on a coupon they'll get beat and the week you didn't put them on they'll win and they never really draw they're never a team to really draw they're either brilliant or terrible so I'll go one each <laughs> one each right
1: okay so we've got Inverness versus Partick Thistle 2-1 a Clark producting, Cove Rangers versus Montrose Desmond 2-0 Erin producting, Southern Albion versus Forfa 1-0 Miguel Now, one last question, or maybe a couple, if you're all right for this, Clark. I never prepared you for this, but we'll do a few. There's a few few, few slow fires. Favourite beer? Uh, Teaski. What was that? Oh, (laughs) Polish. Polish, yep. Okay. Miguel, you got any questions for Clark? Um, What's the best goal you've ever seen?
2: Scotland scoring away from home, but can it be James McFadden? Oh.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> having that.
3: Uh, Kenny Miller vs That one where he just pinged it in.
1: Okay, Erin
3: you that's got a good question?
0: answer, Clark. We like Kenny Miller, uh, Kenny, we like um, Kenny on this podcast, so that's a good one. Good goal, nice. Yep.
1: Have you got any question Erin I think you did. Um, yeah
0: do you- do you keep ketchup in the fridge or the cupboard?
1: Uh, fridge. Correct. Good. Right, okay. And the showstopper, when we have a guest, and I, I don't need to prepare for us. Sometimes we prepare, sometimes we don't. Scott, have you got a question, or are you just, the fridge stand? Ah, you
2: know. I'm in dismay, like, how about <laughs> on a podcast with two folk that keep tomato sauce in the fridge?
0: You can keep it in the cupboard, it'll go off, it's perishable. Once it's open, it needs to go in the
1: fridge.
2: But where do you get it in the shop? Co- cupboard's a cool place. Yeah, but it's
0: unopened in the shop, isn't
1: it? Aye, but the cupboard's a cool place. Unless your cupboard unless you've kept your uh, <laughs> hot kitchen. My
2: where, fridge is colder than the cupboard. Where, where is your cupboard? In Qatar? <laughs> <laughs> God, <man. laughs>
0: and where do you keep eggs in the cupboard of the
1: fridge? Oh, we've, we've had this one, haven't we? Or is this for Clark? Just for Clark?
0: Just wondering, just generally. So I'm we have, we have, have had
1: this question before in the podcast, I think.
0: Clark must be of thinking that
1: this what that group we've got is thrilling. It, well, it is called Podcast Regular Stroke Food. It's what, it's what the nation wants to hear. It's all the controversy. No one cares about what Steve Clark's playing. It's how on earth do you eat your pizza? <laughs> that is, that's the most reaction we get, I'm telling you.
2: It's true. What kind of right. button you get for underneath your kilt?
1: <laughs>
2: and so, that's
0: when you want the Lurhack spreadable that's what you need then
1: <laughs> right so the showstopper that has not been prepared and Clark you may have you may have had this somewhere else in your lifetime pick a 1-2-11 of
3: Scotland players <sighs> <sighs> is it player but with a scene or just general
1: uh, I would say that uh, no, you've seen. Go for what you've, in, in terms of what you've seen in your home and away journeys. All right. Uh, Scottish
3: players. You, you have, yeah. Scotland 1-11. Right. Uh, in goals naturally.
1: Right. Yep. Okay. Uh, what formation are you going, do you think? I'll just
3: go for 2 What do you want to work four out four two when two you get a the team? 4-4-2, you reckon? Nah, right. I'll okay. All okay. right. Nah, nah. Back to of naturally McLeish and Miller. Yep. Uh, probably McKinney because that would be a good one for the back. And then on the other side, was I'm looking for, i for left back now.
1: Left just, back, yeah.
3: I'll just say Andy Robertson because I think there's nobody that he's light years ahead yeah, of yeah, position. Yeah. Uh, John Collins midfield definitely yep uh, probably controversial but I'd say Gary McAllister in midfield mm-hmm. yep. he was just two, you don't realise what you've gone until he's away so that's one the other midfielder I would have is uh, Craig Burley I would uh, Craig Burley Craig Burley aye yep all uh, right down the other wing, I would have. I've got John Collins. down one, so then the other one, I would have. Uh, I probably actually Yanya because I thought he was really good. When he was in his pomp,
1: he was. I uh, yeah, very difficult to play against. He kinda seemed yeah, he, to just like almost manage. I know he was still playing, but he was always an asset when he came on. He, he... I
3: just I just remember the Croatia game where. Yeah, he just run down their wing and they just didn't know how to handle them. and the one time he did beat his defender just they, all they could do was hack him down for a penalty because they just didn't, couldn't control them all night so always saw a soft spot for him and up front uh, McCoyst and oh, probably McCoist and Kevin Gallagher actually who are two players I liked watching yep
1: Miguel, you want to say something there? I can see you champion it in a bit. No one else can see you champion a bit, because we only put out the audio, but I can I can always tell that we face.
2: No, I, I just the uh, Kevin Gallagher against the a reef right? You can not put pow, surely that's the no, way. No, no, I, I just,
3: I just <laughs> did that game against Austria at Celtic Park, where I thought he was he scored those two fantastic goals. I think if he had not been injured in '94 when he broke his leg, I think he would have been an asset at Euro ninety six.
2: I was only a kid knowing about that but yeah. see so you talking about Anya, that goal yeah. against Germany away from yeah. home oh yeah. my god I thought this I thought that guy was going to be the best player in the world when he scored that eh? he scared but, the fences didn't he he did scare the fences mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. his mother kind of adopted our wee group to our army group as well Oh, we got his brother's email address because his brother's a DJ and he's got a website so just try a lot for Sunshine Peel get us shut off him. but I, did, I felt bad about it and we his brother, and his brother said, I'll talk to him. I'll make sure he gets you something. And then a couple of days later, he replied to me saying, look, my mother's going to Malta. Would you kind of look after her or me? But I said, oh, no promise at all. No idea what his mother looked like. Knowing nothing about us. Met this old woman with glasses in the restaurant before we headed for the game and went to the Sunshine Appeal donation. We're all, got, we're all like that. We've got to keep shining his with us. We're, We've made it. We're cool. I, I an hour later where's Mrs Anya we've lost the keep as a turned out we were selling bucket hats to the Sunshine Appeal and she had literally grabbed the bag and went out and sold them and came back 20 minutes later and said wait have got any more I've sold them all for you there's the money in the bag so what we're saying is in order to make more
1: money for the Sunshine Appeal we need players mothers to, start to sell yeah. more bucket hats
3: yeah
1: right We've,
3: we've tried for years we can't even sell them. many she did in a night
1: right okay we'll get that in we'll try and maybe we should con- we'll, con- we'll contact them on your behalf I think to right. say we need the mums to sell the book ask- oh who's your manager sorry uh,
3: I suppose I'd Craig Brown really yep. not yep. every cup of tea but I just thought he gave us some good times in the 90s frustrating at times but I wouldn't he got us to two, he got us to three, two major tournaments three three or three I think I mean, worked out the chain
1: of events but he was involved obviously under Rochford as well ah, he's, oh. he was always in
3: the background so I would say that. If you're, you're that but if, you're, if Scotland can do that when you're the manager you must be doing something right exactly yeah we grew up quite
1: privileged you your similar kind of age to me whereas these youngsters uh, haven't had that fortune yeah seen as a many tournaments. Well that's gonna change. Oh, We're yeah, on the, yeah, posi- well, We're on the change, positivity
3: man. bus. We're on the that's positivity a, bus. I can't wait to get sunburned guitar next year. I've <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 no, you
1: they get higher, higher, what have they got factor hundred? Oh Factor 100. <laughs> uh, well I I've done really that well we need it But... that. Um, yeah you know, anything else Miguel that you wanted to ask or Aaron anything else? We usually like, the, the football was a showstopper the team the best eleven Hmm. Aye, all well, good.
0: Yeah,
1: uh, no complaints but... that, actually. Yeah, that's a good team. I think, a, I think only I think only I am the only one that never played in a tournament.
2: Mm. so good team.
1: But that's so, well. Thanks so very much, Clark. No problem. That's What's good going know? on?
2: Well, oh, Miguel, I never give my prediction. The other two predicted the game, and I never give it. You
1: did. So that'll be four for 0 No, oh, no, the actual the game.
2: game. The, uh, there's that. Oh, it's great. All
1: right. What's right? the scores you right?
2: go. Let, go? No, let me. I'll no, predict
1: think it. I'll mine as well, we? Tuesday. So Tuesday.
2: Tuesday. I'll predict it. On Wednesday, right? <laughs> <laughs> after,
1: after it's been, aye, right. Three two Scotland. What,
0: that's
1: fine. All right, Marty. Marty McFly. Yeah. Right three two. You're going Scotland. Clark. Two uh, three. Go- wait, 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 wait. Three goals. Did you say, it? Yeah, three. I'm. I'm being optimistic, but I'm saying that it's going
0: to be a tight one.
1: Are right, you okay. Clark, sorry. 2-0. 2-0. What do you think? 2-0. Aye. You're Kevin Gardner,
2: a double. Kevin Gardner, earned... double. You're, you're getting Erngreif there for saying three goals. Oh, Clark said two on a clean sheet. Come on. Aye, I can't. No, no the clean sheet's in, more likely. Right.
3: And Hanley, Hanley's a rock just now. He yeah,
2: he's actually very good. Hanley, Hanley
3: is. Hanley is. I've been saying for years that people give him unfair... Slut, yep. slut unfair. unfair he is him no
0: nonsense. S- strong, yeah. old school defender. I like it a lot. Actually. I
3: think the thing is a lot of people think he's a lot older than he really is. I think because he broke into the team when he was like 20 or something, like everybody thinks he's like maybe 24 when he broke in and just I always think he's like four or five years older than he really is. He's only 30 and I think he's all I just think he needs, just needed that bit of time to get into the team and I think we're seeing the best of him now.
1: Right, plus he's got leadership qualities as well yeah. which
3: you need that all over the pitch not
1: just
2: you your captain.
1: Miguel, what's your wee prediction?
2: I think will win 1-0 and it'll be a Kevin-Nesbitt goal. Oh,
1: hmm. yes. I like Nesbitt. I do. I would go with you 1-0 because I don't think we're set up to win any other score line at the moment. But maybe we'll get a goals fest
2: Please. Hopefully, Hopefully anyone will do. Anyone will do. Anyone. Can I call you what I called you earlier on? When you say anyone will do. Me? Me? What did you call me, Joseph? (laughs) (laughs) Steve Clark is amazing technical.
1: (laughs) Um, So, best luck to Scotland. And we'll be back next week where we will. Obviously, hopefully, we're talking positively about a good result and domestic stuff. will be like, we never even got to mention the top of the table clash, but we'll save it for next week when we review it. So, I thanks everyone and take care. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>